in the faraway world of Everdin. On the eastern coast of a great continent lies a vast forest between the mountains and the sea. This is Humblewood, an ancient magical place that hums an endless song to the great rhythm of life and death. The trees of the wood are old and powerful. Sheltered in those mighty boughs live the bird folk and the humble folk. The people of the wood live together under the protection of the perch guard, bringing peace and security. Over time, bird folk culture has spread and the capital city of Alderheart has become the political center of the wood. not well in the wood. Trouble stirs in the scorched grove, an ashen plain ravaged by fire centuries ago. The grove expands, the balance of the realm hangs on an edge, and an ancient power awakens. I'm learning right now, Chet, Part that one. you can you can do a lot of crime with arms. Um, <laughs> so welcome everyone to Diefall Alderheart, the first episode. See, I didn't have to remember that, Rob, because it's the first one. So I didn't have to go count. I can just I remember it because it's the only one. Uh, so welcome everyone to this soon to be nonsense and i'm all here for it uh we have some some new faces and and some some old faces um <clears throat> let's let's we're gonna go around the 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 stream room here uh so at my top left uh malaveth will you tell the lovely people who you are because you're a new face here i'm a new face 
Hi, I'm Elizabeth. I stream a lot. I draw a lot. That's pretty much it. it takes up all my time. I like streaming and drawing. <laughs> yep. It's good. It's good. <laughs> They're wonderful streams uh, with very tasteful music. Um, the moment I heard you playing just Polyphia in the background, I was like, yeah, I like it here. This is nice. This is good. It's like sick, tasty beats. I like it. I didn't know um, when you typed if it was like Polyphia yet or like Polyphia. I was like, It was like thinking about, yeah. It was, yeah, sorry. I should have been a little bit more clear about that. But I was working on this and I was like only halfway listening. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna pick on Rob next, even though he has his mouth full, because he's technically across. He's on the other side here. So, hey, Rob, how you been? Uh huh. I'm doing yep. quite well, thank you. <laughs> how are you, Joel? I'm great, my dude. good friend. I'm 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 great. I'm glad to have you back on a show, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good back in the player seat too, because Rob has been DMing one of weird. our games. So this is you know we're flipping back again, this man. Very strange. Get... I've got an entire season of Cypress behind me, uh -huh. which means an entire season of your bullshit as a player. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, uh... <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be, it's gonna be wonderful. Yeah. Oh, good. Excellent. Um, and simply Jackson Leslie. My bottom right here. Tell the people about yourself, please. Uh, uh, my name is Simbla Jackson. I'm a non-retired streamer. Uh, I quit for like two months, and last night most of my comeback, and I don't know what I'm doing with my hands anymore. Um, I <laughs> have role-played in a couple of other shows on streams here on Twitch. I'm also on a couple of offline campaigns. Campaigns. <laughs> uh, but I'm still learning uh, a lot about the game, and I'm eager to play... Um, this humble wood with my best friend Malavith, even though she didn't want to claim me, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a good Whoa. friend for a long time, uh, Lady May. We haven't played anything together, so I'm excited mm -hmm. for our first our first time. It'll be great. Okay. Yeah. Shutting up now. And, <laughs> and speaking of the Lady May, May, how you been? Welcome back. Hello. It's it's been so long, you know. I I know. <laughs> yeah, the other character. The other day, creating a character, and then also you being in the the Halloween three shot yes. for Phantoms and stuff. May's been May is a staple on the channel, chat. I'm gonna put it that way. <laughs> she keeps she keeps playing, so she keeps coming back. Hey, Rob, you met you didn't do Halloween. To be fair, Carson, I think took your spot for the Halloween thing. So <laughs> staple on the channel. All right, that's interesting. Uh, the four that. seasons of your first ever D and D show. That's that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Um, he can still hear me because he wears a, a thing on the, yep. Um, anyways, uh, we're going to play some 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 game. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, this is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e um, system, but we're utilizing the Humblewood setting, which is published by the Deck of Many, if you don't know about it. Yeah, it's uh, a bunch of birds and stuff. If you've got any childhood memories of, like, Redwall stuff, this scratches that itch so bad, and it is very exciting. But they also have birds, which wasn't really a focus in, in in Redwall, so it's kind of exciting. And there's more magic, which is awesome. There's, there's never bad bad to have more it's fireballs flying in the air, right? Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do and what we're going to play. And I'll have, uh, if you saw the early tweezer, I put it, tweezer? Teaser? Uh, I put it in the, the intro. Uh... So I probably won't play that one every time, but I thought I'd do it at least for the, the first episode. So if you guys want to see that, it's also up on the, the Twitter if you haven't seen it. 
Um, so yeah, I think we've been hanging out and talking for a bit. So do you guys feel warmed up and, and ready to play some some dungeons and, and, and durgans? Does that sound like a good plan to everyone? Okay, let's... Oh, that's exciting. I haven't... I haven't started a new show in a while. This feels really good. I like it. I like it a lot. So, Humblewood lies on the eastern coast of a continent nestled in a valley between the towering Crest Mountains and the marshlands of the Mock Fields. It's a mystical, secluded place that gets by quite well without much trade from the outside world due to the fertility of the soil and an abundance of natural resources. The wood has many skilled workers and artisans, and this, coupled with the supply of raw materials, makes Humblewood a great exporter. The wood is a diverse population, but the true power in Humblewood are the bird folk. Not to, you know, <clears throat> say anything about the humble folk in the party here, but uh, birds. So, at the heart of the nation lies the great capital of Alderheart. The seat of commerce, art, and political power in the region, Alderheart has long been refuge for those seeking fame, fortune, and protection. There have been disturbing signs over the last few months signaling that something is wrong in the wood. The troubles appear to originate from activity in the Scorched Grove, an ashen plain that was ravaged many centuries ago by a destructive fire. Whatever caused the fire has scarred the land with elemental magic, making it inhospitable to all but strange fire-based creatures. Of late, the grove has begun to expand. At first, it was hard to notice the slow expansion, but those in tune with nature, like the druids known as the Tenders, see the imbalance in the elemental forces of the wood. For many common folk, this imbalance has been experienced as unseasonal dryness, which has led to crop failure and an increased frequency of forest fires. There's also been a number of unusually aggressive ember bat clouds reported far outside their natural ranges. And we'll get to what ember bats are at some point in time. So that's, that's Humblewood. But where we start our adventure, everybody, is in a sleepy little town called Meadowfen. Now, Meadowfen's been quiet for as long as anyone can remember, and life there goes by slowly. But recently, Meadowfen has fallen on hard times. Seasonal rainfalls haven't arrived, leaving the fields barren. And to make matters worse, trade wagons sent to provide relief have gone missing, fueling the rumors of bandits prowling the roadways. Fire-based creatures are venturing closer to the village than ever before. And a week ago... An ominous plume of black smoke to the north blocked the sun. A few brave villagers ventured out to investigate, but they haven't returned. The source of the smoke remains unknown. Now, Meadowfen is a small little farming town, and you know what? We'll go ahead and, and bring up the world map so even chat can see what's going on here. So Meadowfen is here to the, the west in the wood. Uh, the west of Winnowing Reach, and uh, just south of the Scorched Grove, and just north of the Mock Fields. So that's where we begin our little adventure. It's a quiet morning in Meadowfen. Uh, people are just rousing. Uh, farmers are just beginning to head out to the fields or to the rice paddies to the south. Um, some of the slime collectors are also heading out towards the swamp to go collect uh, various different types of slime, which are used in, in potions and in medicine here in Humblewood. It's been some time since the villagers, the militia, as it were, were sent out to the grove to see what the plume of smoke might have been. 
there's a commotion towards the center of town, towards the square where everything seems rightly situated, small village houses made of wood, some of them up in the trees, but yet some others towards the ground where the humble folk live. There's a noise that rises. Someone's crying out. A wounded strig woman limps towards the Meadowfen Elder's home, staggering and catching herself on the side of the well. She's bloodied, and her feathers are singed and flecked with ash and soot. During this commotion, I think, is a, a good time to see what our characters would have been doing at this very early, very early portion part of the day, and what their reactions would be to this wounded woman stumbling into the center of town. And for those of you guys that are new to this, a strig is, a, is an owl-type uh, bird person. Um... So let's just do this. Uh, Pez. Pez, what are you doing this morning? Uh, Pez would be outside the bar, just kind of cleaning her instruments and making it nice. And then, yeah, she sees this lady and it's abnormal. She's going to keep watching, though, like just see what happens. Yeah, she she seems to be kind of like struggling to keep herself upright as she leans against the well. And she's calling out for the uh, the village elder. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, you're standing outside the bar. Awesome. Okay. Eli, what are you doing? Uh, <clears throat> so Eli uh, would probably be... You know, th there's like a group of villagers that have been... Or militia members that have been missing for a while, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think presumably they left behind like families and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I think he's just kind of been volunteering his time, like helping out with the, uh, the, the tasks that may have been going undone. Um, you know, if there are kids to be looked after, if there's like household stuff to do, he's, he's sort of volunteering his time where he can. Uh, and I think upon seeing this trig woman, he kind of just like drops what he's doing and uh, hurries over, and immediately, without even a second thought, he would cast uh, Cure Wounds. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Cast me, cast me some. Let's see, let's see how much you help this this strig woman. Oh golly, I'll try. First roll. First Here we go. Let's let's go. <laughs> Nine points, and at level one, that's actually massive. Yeah. Uh, so very cool, very very cool. Um, she immediately stands more upright. Uh, you've spent some time here in Meadowfen, though, haven't you, Eli? I have, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you'd uh, you'd recognize this as as uh, Kara Stormsinger. Okay, she's the captain of the village militia, so she's quite a prominent figure here in in Meadowfen. Uh, she was responsible for assembling the villagers who went out to investigate the Black Plume of Smoke. Oh, I see. Okay, and it seems that she might have been the only one to return. Uh, her last name is Stormsinger. Yeah, no, okay. she so she she sees you run up to her and you yeah. you give her this healing. She's Oh, Eli, I I need to talk to the elder. Captain Stormsinger, is everything all right? <laughs> no, no, and and she she like looks around and she sees like the children that you were helping out with. She's, Not for here. Um, to, to the to the elders. Um, of course. You, quickly. So do you do you help her over yeah, to the, yeah, the elders' and home? I'll, I'll probably you know send send the children back to their homes and just say hurry along now mm -hmm. I'll be right back 
And they kind of they look worriedly over at her because she's uh, she's got like blood flecked on her feathers and things, and she she looks to be in a bad way even after you've yeah. just healed her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, those of you guys that are also in the in the the area, so Lucky, what are you doing? Uh, Lucky uh sees Pez, this individual, she, or sorry, he, that he doesn't know. Uh, but clearly a musician cleaning his uh, instrument. Or is, is Pez a female, Mally? You'll have to forgive me. Okay, so yeah. sees Pez cleaning her instrument and kind of slides over and then starts cleaning his vial, trying to be way better at it, like way more thorough at it, and leans over and goes, see that? That's my friend. He's a, he's a bleeding hot, they'd say. I don't, uh, I don't, we're working on it. Just don't look. Don't look directly at him, you know? I mean, he helped a little bit. Slightly. I mean, you can tell him that later. It, I think it helps his ego a little bit, but uh, he's been doing that a lot lately. So, I, I want to know what's going on. Do you I think mean, that is what wait, happened? Wait, wait, wait. I didn't take you for one of those ladies who'd be all about the drama. Are you about the drama? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I... I mean, I don't know what's happening, and I want to know what's happening. Well, you seem like a nice lady. We can go ask. Hi. Right. <laughs> so you're gonna go. You guys are gonna go try and follow Eli here. Yeah. Okay. Um, and before we get too much farther, because I know what your characters look like, but no one else does. So let's let's do this, Eli. Let's get a nice little description of of yourself here as you help uh, Kara Stormsinger over to the Elder's home. So, uh, Eli is, uh, what is referred to in the wood, uh, he is a hedge, uh, which is, is not a shrubbery, uh, but what it is, is, uh, <laughs> this is you trying actually to find the picture? <laughs> a pretty good description of what he looks like. He's, he's oh, very, yeah. minus the hat, I think, he is a, he's a good hedge boy, a good hedgehog boy, and, uh, and he um, he carries himself. He's definitely so he's a cleric, and he carries himself like a uh, somebody that hasn't really seen. Like he's not really a fighter, but if you got a good look at him, you could kind of see that there's like there's muscle under that tunic. Like he's he's a little bit like tatted up on one of his arms. Um, maybe his tunic uh is is uh a short sleeve and you're seeing kind of the edges of what look like some sort of a tribal-ish uh looking design and um and he's he's just very uh soft-spoken uh but very warm um he he carries himself with a uh, a like kind of as a gentle giant, I would say he's a little bit on the big side for a hedge. He's a he's a thick hedge, a thick boy. Yeah, nice, thick okay. boy. Excellent. Uh, and as you're you're helping her, uh, two two more of our characters are approaching. Pez, what do you look like? Uh, Pez is a pigeon, so she's a luma, um, a, a bird. She's got wings and stuff. Um, she has a lot of different patterns and colors on her that's a little abnormal. She's got like a kind of like red pink wings and like a purple blue kind of neck feather area and she's very shiny and soft and doesn't look like she could handle herself in a fight too good. 
Um, she's got like really big, round, <laughs> curious eyes that just blink a lot. And a little bit of a floof on her head, a little pointy bit that like lays back or goes up whenever interesting things are happening. Uh, she looks, she looks clean. Uh, doesn't look like she works with her hands too much. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Lucky, as you join Pez here, walking over to your friend Eli. Uh, Lucky is a gerbean. So imagine one of the desert mice that have like thick legs and a skinny tail, uh, but is two feet tall, um, massive ears, like a golden brown. Uh, but I think first and foremost, more than anything, anybody would notice that he is wearing a huge belt buckle uh, that has a uh, horseshoe on it. Um, notably, probably why he wants to be called Lucky. Um, but other than that, I mean, he's not too—he's not too much of an appearance type. He's, you know, it's not about that. It's like right. just a little, just a little jerbing. I mean, you know, don't, you don't notice. Yeah. <laughs> so. You guys are walking over to, to Eli here, who was helping out uh, Kara Stormsinger, and we have one more player. Dagonet, what are you doing this fine morning when there's such commotion here in Meadowfen? Well, he was walking into town. He's, he's carrying his, his tool bag, and he walks a little bit with a with a limp. Uh, he's a strig, so that's an owl. Uh, unfortunately, he's not as big as what you would think some strigs uh, are. He's like a little brown owl, even more plump than tall uh he's dressed in some you know working working clothes and he hobbles and he sees the commotion and he kind of hobbles a little bit quicker he's mon ami what has happened i i must speak to the elder we're we're in grave danger the grove's taken an entire town an entire town where where's the rest of the militia she just looks at you and then her eyes kind of cast down and she shakes her head. At this moment, wizened looking Gallus, and, and for those of you guys, um, that is a pheasant-esque creature. Um, the Elder, who's sitting on the front porch, is absolutely seeing everything that's going on here, gets up from off her rocker and pulls the door open and waves for you to come in. Kara, with the help of your healing, seems to be able to steady herself, but she still leans pretty heavily on you, Eli. Lucky's gonna lean over Pez and go, you see that? That's called working the ladies. She's gonna... <laughs> it doesn't gonna seem get... like the appropriate time. Keep, it, keep your voice down. All about the game, you know? All about the game. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Do you guys go to the elder's house while you're while you're talking trash, Lucky? All right. So you guys go into uh, the elder uh, of Meadowfin Ardwin's house, and and as you go inside, and, and some of you that have been here maybe on either business deals, Dagonet or or Eli for you know con just visiting uh, friends and things like that. It's a it's a small home. Um, everything here is is um, everything is rather small and simple. Uh, the wood burning stove is happily piping away at at a teapot and um, there's a small table that Ardwin kind of gestures to and uh, Kara takes a takes a hard seat in, in one of those um, Ardwin is uh, a Hooden Gallus so um, one of the 
I guess more er, more turkey that or grouse than uh, something fancy like a like an egret has rounded grouse like proportions and feathers that have long since lost the sheen of youth. As the village elder, Ardwin is a figure of authority here in Meadowfen. She and her late husband have kept the village running until his death, after which she took the role alone. Uh, those of you that know her uh, know that she is kind and perceptive and someone that the, the people of Meadowfen are very happy to, to follow, and they, they absolutely look to her for guidance. She looks down over at Kara and those of you that are in the house, and she nods at, at those of you that she knows, and... It's clear you've endured much, my child, she says. But we must know what happens out there. And Kara looks up solemnly and looks to each of you in the party and the Scorched Grove is spread to Ashbarrow and burned it to the ground. The roads full of bandits. Ah. I'm lucky I even made it here at all. The others... They weren't so lucky. The, the bandits... Well, they took them. Those that... Didn't fall in the Ashborough fire. I, I... I thought I should come tell you. And Ardwin looks up and looks around at you and is, he ruffles her feathers a little bit, and this is not good. This is not good. And she looks at you, Eli. Have you spent time here with with Ardwin and and Meadowfen? I know you've you're traveling, but we've talked about how you maybe have been through here a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, I believe I I would have sat down and presumably um, my. Um, work around the village has has at least brought me to their attention um and we've probably spent a couple times having tea and yeah know, catching up and whatnot and i think i think she looks to you knowing that that you're you're someone who does travel the roads does she know your background at all no do you advertise that no okay no she look i think she looks to you though as a as a cleric and a known priest figure I'm sorry, my friend. I think I have something to ask of you. And she looks around. Some of you as well. Um, that was the last of those that we could send anywhere. We are all just the old and the children. And I think Kara here is the only one left of the militia that didn't go to Ashborough. Do you think... Eli, could you travel to Alderheart and tell the council about Ashbarrow's destruction and the bandits? If we aren't able to get supplies to and from the the port or to Alderheart, we'll die out here. There's no need to talk like that. I'll handle it. Okay. You have my word. Thank you, Eli. I, I, I do appreciate that. And she kind of looks around. Does Has anyone else talked to Ardwin at all? I think Dagonet probably would have if you were, like, contracted out in carpentry work. Um, He's been in and out of town quite a bit. Okay. Uh, Lucky? No? 
Not at all, huh? She seems, I mean, she seems like a I, nice type, but... Yeah. Eh. I think you probably get, like, a really appraising look. We just especially like, like crowds, you know? We just... Yeah, yeah. I think like, you get a really appraising look, and she sees, like, your your belt buckle, and she's... Yeah. Right. Okay. What, what, um, look, 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 look. I know you need help, and that's not... That's, that's all right. I mean, we, we, I mean, Eli clearly is willing to help you, so I'm with Eli, but... Is there any money in this? Like, Lucky, this is... Oh, hardly the situation. We, we look, have... Just, we gotta look out for ourselves, too, you know? I just... No. I'm not saying no, he... no I'm just saying... He, he he's right, Eli. I, I I don't want to send you on your way without anything, but I've um. Well, we we've got a couple of bags of rice that we haven't delivered yet to Alderhart. Do you do you want do you want some 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 rice? Any food you can provide to us for the travel is very kind, but you don't have to worry about money, and I. He he finishes that thought on uh, giving Lucky a glance. <laughs> the, the rice is very nice. Yeah, we'll take the rice. Let's go. Okay, okay. Um, there's um there's a fifty pound bag out back if you want to to grab that one. Um, Pez, do you know hard one at all? Not much. Pez has only been here about a week. Yeah. She doesn't want to stick around any longer because it looks like things aren't going so well. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. So I, I, I guess what's Pez's react? You followed this colorful cast of creatures into to the elders' home. I mean, I was planning on getting out of here anyway, and having some traveling companions might be nice. Yeah. She she looks at you. Well, I'm sure they will appreciate your wonderful music on, on the road, um, my feathered friend. Anything uh, I can provide. She looks back over to Eli and, and kind of like gives you a look, which I believe you would be able to understand rather clearly. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure about this? Eli will, uh, I would think that on a uh, 16 wisdom, I feel like he would read this. He's like, I, I see what he he would sort of respond with a like a, a comforting glance and, and a soft, like a, a, a low nod, just mm -hmm. take care of this. Kara is not hiding this and she's looking around are we sure we can we can trust? I, I mean, we know Eli, but who are these other people? And yeah, 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 yeah. Eli can vouch for me. I vouch for the lady. You know, that's how this works. You know, Lucky is a very good-hearted person. Dagonet and I have. I mean, we've shared a, a carpentry project or two. You know, they've got a good heart, and I'm sure that, uh, Pez, was it? I just pulled out a knife. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pez seems to be a capable, uh, I got warrior. this two days ago. Capable. I knew I liked it. Versatile, <laughs> uh, good at improvising two days e ago, I mean. Eli, I think your eyes are going out in your old age. <laughs> Come now. <laughs> I'm not that old. 
Do you have other uh, options? And Ardwin looks down at Kara and like kind of gives her a silencing look. No, we don't. So Kara, please just be thankful and maybe go hug your children. And Kara's like, Yes, Elder, uh, of course. Um, tea, anyone? And she kind of abashedly stands and goes over to the teapot and gestures. I think that'd be mighty fine. Thank I you. might. Thank you, though. But is it a really good looking teapot? Like, is it really nice? No, it is. It is a very. It's definitely like a very simple uh, clay teapot. Yeah, no, I might. Um, Thanks, though. Yeah. Like, I'm not much of a tea. Meadowfed's a nice town, but it is a very simple and humble town, so there's not a whole lot here unless you're looking to, like, snatch some family heirlooms in the way of, like, anything. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, Dagonet just kind of, like, eyes Lucky a little bit as he kind of, like, extends his hand. He's like, ah, merci. I shall have one, too. Here, here. Bless you, um, I guess. A chew, I don't, what? That was very rude, L Lucky. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I haven't slept very much. It's probably maybe tea would work out if if you still would like to. It's got caffeine in it, right? Yes. Oh, okay, great. Maybe that'll that'll help out. I'm sorry. I can't rough beds. Can't afford very much. Notably, what You're... I asked for. <laughs> Lucky, it's You're all poor... right. You're among friends. Okay, fine. I'll trust your tea. All right, I'll take it. Thank you. You poured a, a, a nice piping cup of tea, and uh, I, I suppose uh, you're, you're you're kind of given the table, and and Kara and Ardwin step outside. Uh, Kara still kind of leaning on Ardwin. Ardwin seems to be taking her to to her home. Ardwin, as she leaves her house, take the time you need, but please, when you hit the road, as quickly as you can. With haste, I promise you. Thank you. And she turns and, and shuts the door and leaves you in her home. <laughs> Eli, without even a beat, looks over at Lucky. <laughs> what a nice tea. They didn't even offer the, the, the ladies some tea. Pez, do you want my tea? I'll share my tea with you. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'll take some tea. All right, thanks. It's, it's all right. Don't tell him I said, don't tell him I said. Uh. I mean, I'm... yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm just going to take a look around the place. Is yeah, there... I, it's it's uh, it's a humble home. It seems to be um, uh, four rooms. The main room that you're in now has a, a table with the chairs, uh, the small kitchen with the, the wood-fired stove. Uh, on the other side of that seems to be kind of like a small sitting area. It has a plush chair next to that. Seems to have a stack of books uh, and, a, and a small, like, lantern there. Um the other rooms, if you decide to go poke around in them, one's a, a bedroom. Um, it still seems to hold the memorabilia of her her lost uh, husband, uh, and, the, and the final room is a is a washroom. Seems like a nice lady. I don't think she has any secrets. <laughs> Dagonet will kind of just little limp, and he, he sits down in the cushy chair. <clears throat> And it's like kind of you know, rest his cup on his on his belly a little bit here. And he's, we're we're going to have to uh, gather supplies before we go, no? I mean, oh. well, we got a whole load of uh, rice. 
Well, that, that's for, for eating, but, you know, uh, armor and, and, and weapons. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, do, I'll, I can wait. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't have very, I don't have very long, so I mean, it's fine. I got whatever. No, Cappy's like kicking it. I just. Y'all do a lot of traveling? Never alone. Well, you won't be alone. So there's that. Dangerous? I don't rightly know. Uh, If there's heightened bandit activity in the area, we'll have to be on our guard, but I don't think it's anything we can't handle as a group, if you're so inclined. Maybe if we just make a lot of noise where it sounds like we're a large group? That Put is on our toes. certainly a strategy. I'll write that down. Uh, Eli is trying very hard not to be rude about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys... I start taking notes. If you're worried about yeah. danger, you don't got anything to worry about. Me and Eli, we got it. We're mint. We got it. Great. We had many a days of just like, whew. I mean, look, don't look at him now, but in story over at night fire sometime. Just, but don't worry, we got it. If you want to help out us, I mean, clearly you got the music thing covered, but other than that, maybe it'll be good entertainment, you know? I can do some intimidating music, do some real low notes. Mm. That'll be perfect. You're welcome. Well, I don't mean to rush this along, but we are needing to get on the road soon. We're going today? Uh, I don't think this can wait much longer. I mean, I imagine we'll lose the smoke in the night, so we need to keep an eye on it to get out there for now. Uh, if you guys need to run by the store or run by the inn or wherever you stand to grab your things, you got maybe no more friends. We got, this is a lot of friends right now, but, you know, if you want to get your things before you go especially any extra snacks because rice boy's gonna love the rice so dagging in i'm sorry you uh you seem a bit quiet uh what are your thoughts on this are you okay for the journey oh but of course don't worry about me no 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 i i worry about our little friends more more so but uh well i'll I'll go get my spears, and, and I've got some chainmail. Mm. We'll, be, we'll be fine. Stay behind me. We'll be, we'll be fine. <laughs> Duly noted, my friend. Duly noted. So do you guys want to gather your belongings from wherever you, you've been staying? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like that's the... I- and I mean, it's easy enough for for you guys to go to go do that. Um, those of you that were staying in the in the inn, you you go to your room and um, gather whatever you need. Um, as as for supplies, what were you what were you looking for? Uh, me personally, I'm just working off of like my character created equipment. Like I assume sure. that I just go back and I would get like you know my explorer's pack and everything sure. that comes with that. You know my my stuff for mm-hmm. traveling, I would likely keep at um, the the house that I'm, I guess, renting, or, or if there's a room at the end I'm staying at. 
Um, yeah, there, there's a couple of rooms. It's a yeah. smallish inn, but I mean, Meadowfin is on one of the like major roadways out yeah. here. Um, so there, there. I mean, there are travelers. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, easily enough. Uh, it just sounded like there was maybe a mention of you guys trying to find something else. But if you guys are cool with what you've got on you already, I think just gathering your supplies and maybe striking out on the road is uh, is the way to go. How's that sound? Yeah. You sure you didn't okay. need anything else, uh, big guy? Elbows, dagger knife. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'll, I'll be okay. Don't worry about me. Uh, I may need to uh, polish off my my shield. It's uh, it hasn't seen some use in in, in some days. But uh, I uh... I'll, I'll 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 get on that right now. You might any he. Do you have your shield on you, Dagonai? No, he was on his way to work. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. Damn. He's going to be sly and cast mending. <laughs> Smooth boy. Like, I have a lighter when somebody needs a cigarette. <laughs> his sister's probably like in the storeroom, probably hasn't yeah. seen maybe like a yeah. few months of action. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are, uh, you are a sweetheart. You need anything else? Pez, I, I believe, right? Oh, um, I mean, I'm usually ready to travel. I just grab my bags and should be good. <laughs> right. I got some extra rations just in case, you know, you want some to share. Maybe nobody else will share, but I'm sure. Oh, it's time for more snacks. All right. I mean, I get, they're not the fancy. They're not the fancy. Do you I'm have any? i on him to buff his shield out, and then I guess we should be ready to go. Yeah, hi. Yeah. Dagonet, do you take the time to buff your shield out when you go get it? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so, like, how long do you spend on it? Like, you guys are, like, maybe all waiting around, and Dagonet's, like, outside the inn, like, just, like, rubbing down the shield. A good half an hour. Oh, my God. He's, he's just, like, very meticulous about this. <clears throat> Lucky, how you handling that? <laughs> Lucky is, like, fidgeting and just, like... Okay, go win. We got stuff to do. This is only for rice. Can even get cash. Right. We gotta win this game. Fifty minutes. <laughs> Another cup of tea, Lucky. Oh no, I don't. I don't need any more. I don't need any more tea. I would buy an ale if I could afford it, but I can't afford it. <laughs> Dagony, like he doesn't like. It looks fine. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't break his gaze. But he's just like, patience is is good for the soul. No, you you you'll be fine. A little more, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see myself. Uh, voila, I, I think oh. we're ready to go. Yes, wonderful. Uh, okay, so you guys head out towards um Alderheart. Now, Alderheart is in the middle of Humblewood here, and you guys still have your maps up, so it's easy to see. And there's a main road that goes from Meadowfen to Winnowing Reach. Winnowing Reach uh, is a, a larger city um but it was kind of hastily put together and has uh, many more homes on the ground than it does in any of the trees in the surrounding area it's kind of seen as a a deterrent for bandits that are maybe trying to use the main road and enter towards alderheart as well as keeping tabs on the scorched grove and the uh, mock fields below um so you guys head out and it's a bright sunny day uh, the there are trees that dapple the 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 sides uh, of the of the wooded road, 
uh, and you kind of just make your way on it. It's actually a pretty nice day. The plume of smoke still exists up into the north, but you guys are kind of heading away from that. Um, I think who has a, a natural perception of above like a 13? Who has that right now? Well, I think, I, Eli, I I think Eli does. Okay, you have 13. Perfect. Yeah. You can. The plume of smoke is still going. It's much smaller now, but you can kind of surmise that that's probably where Ash Barrow burnt down. Uh, and you know that's about a day's day, day and a half hike towards the, the north and west of Meadowfen. Um, but it's now kind of towards your back, and you guys are heading eastward towards the rising sun uh, and winnowing reach. And then after that, Alderheart. So, yeah, what's what do you what do you think this brand new party of ours? What's the marching order? Uh, Dagonet's bringing up the rear. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, you guys note that Dagonet uh, has lots of armor on, is kind of noisy, uh, and 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 like uh, May had said earlier, uh, has a has a pretty pronounced limp. Mm. Um, I think. Uh... I think I Eli started out maybe uh, he's got a quarter staff that he walks with when he's traveling. Mm -hmm. And I think a couple times he's looked back and noticed that Dagonet is uh, is lagging behind a little bit. And he, he sort of slows his pace, turns around and and offers the staff and says the journey's a bit long. Would you care for the extra support? Oh, thank you, mon ami. I, we're 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 headed to my my house, so I can I can grab my my walking stick there. But yes, this this will do nicely till then. Merci. Anytime. And I think he'll uh, <clears throat> he'll go back to 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 Pez, who I guess is is in front of Dagonet, and he'll he'll say, "So, what do you play?" Uh, Pez is adjusting her feathers in the reflection of Dagonet's shield, just, you know, mm -hmm. cleaning herself up and making her look nice. Um, oh, well, I actually play the, the aloes. It's like, she pulls it out. She has it on like a string around her neck. It's mm -hmm. like this woodwind flute thing. It's got like a V shape. It's like two of them. It looks really weird when you play it, but it sounds pretty. Well, I don't much care for, you know, about how it looks as long as the sound is, is, Pretty. It goes too uh, too. <laughs> I bet it does. I bet it does. I'll uh you know, maybe as we make camp we can uh have a bit of a uh a jam session. Do you play? I do. I, I play a uh I play a loot myself. He gestures to the loot on his back. Oh hey, well look at that. <laughs> That's yeah. very nice. It looks it looks pretty. Thank you. You ever play one? Uh, well, look at my list here. Because <laughs> you've got a long list of proficiency for instruments, so. I've, I've dabbled, but mostly, you know, I do the Olos and like the Zoom. It's like little, she's got one in her pouch. It's like mm. a little clay egg looking thing, kind of like an ocarina a little bit. Mm. So mo mostly like wood, wind, wind instruments. And then she just pulls out a rock. I also got this. <laughs> oh wow! Is that a 
says, um, what it, what's the story behind that? It makes pretty sounds. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I hear that she pulled out a rock? Yeah, it's okay, like a long, cool. flat rock sort of thing. <laughs> okay. Just wanted like, to make sure. <laughs> She'll drag her claws over it, and it just kind of makes tinkle sounds. like. Ding, ding. Oh, okay, so it's like a nice sound. It's, I mean, it's okay, to, to her, it's a nice sound. She plays rock music. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> ha. Okay. Uh, and it sounds like then, Lucky, you might be leading this party. I feel like Lucky has been like... So I am short. I have short legs. Flavor Fence Tall has tall legs. And sometimes he walks way faster than me and then has to slow down. And then because I have short strides, I feel like Lucky mm. be doing that. Like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like when my when I was a kid, my mom would tell me to go run down to the next stop sign and then wait. Yeah. And you just do that with the party because they're yeah. taking a while. Yeah, like, I I'm love that. Thinking they'll catch on, but. But I feel like the moment that Lucky heard Eli talking to Pez, Lucky's mm -hmm. like, and then the moment she pulls out a rock, he's like, oh, <laughs> like a little jealousy. But the moment the rock came out, he was like, I didn't thought you were. <laughs> well, since you're leading this wonderful party here, uh, I'll I'll let you decide how you're going to do this. Uh, you're on a well-traveled road, so it's not about keeping your eyes on the road and figuring out where you're going. What I want you to roll for is to keep your eyes out for anything else. So would you roll me a perception check, please? Lucky. I will. This is our first skill check, chat. Here we go. A 19. Excellently done. Excellently done. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but um, if you click the box underneath the, the chat there, uh, and you put it onto your character name, if you don't mind doing that as well. That'd be great. Thanks, Me? Uh, uh, yeah. So it should have a like a drop down, and it should say the character name Lucky. Oh. Yeah. Science. Yeah. It's all good. A 19, wonderfully rolled. So even though you're like running up and turning around and looking back and then going forward, you're being very active and perceiving with your, your large gerbine ears many of the things around you, which is... That's important. Um, so as you guys continue forward and, and having this conversation, learning about some new instruments maybe and different types of music that you possibly hadn't thought about previously, um, I think you travel for maybe like a, a, an hour or, or so. Uh, and again, the, the sun is now getting higher into the sky. It's still, it's about mid-morning. But Lucky, you see... In the distance with that 19, quite a ways away, probably around the next bend. And I think you see them like you see them through some of the trees that are like cutting off after another bend. You see three hooded figures. Like he immediately be... puts his arm out and goes, Hold. Three hooded figures. <laughs> Just immediately stops everybody like, I'm going to front it. Especially the guy in the back. He's got a little noise going on. What's that? Come down to my eye level. Come down. Right. Like a, <laughs> Eli yeah. will Eli will do one of these like <laughs> you know, just kind of squat down to, to Lucky's level. And just uh-huh. It's about three, about three o'clock. 
About thirty-five degree angle. See between the trick, the break of the trees. See him. Do I see them, DM? Now that I'm uh, looking with, for them. With, with Lucky's help, yeah, you can you can kind of see them. I, I think Lucky's oh. probably got you guys like behind a couple of these trees here and is like have you peeking around them. Yeah, you see three hooded figures uh, off in the distance there. Well, I mean, plenty of people travel on this road. And Lucky's going to like, with hopefully without anybody else in the party noticing, look at a yelling go, do they look familiar to you? Do I do the like the the hood the the hoods and the garb and such look? Uh, you you peek again, a bit familiar around the tree, and well, the scene does seem familiar to you, Eli. The three hooded figures are gesturing kind of violently at a crumpled body on the ground, and there's a fourth leaning against a tree, a small hand cart that was stacked high with bags and boxes of various sizes. Stands nearby, but some of it seems to have been turned over, and some of these figures are going through uh, the boxes themselves. And from this distance, it's hard to tell, I guess, who these people are, especially through the trees and stuff like that, trying to be a little bit careful about it. Um, but Lucky, your perception was was so high, you can pick it out as um, it's three mopoks, like the raccoon-type creatures, Hooded and garbed in traditional bandit leathers, and uh, a vulpin leaning against a tree. Do you think maybe we can just walk around? I, uh, I'd be inclined to say yes, but it doesn't look like they're alone. And he, uh, he notes the what he perceives as a potential victim on the ground. And uh, he takes his mace off of his uh, his belt. I mean, I, I, look, I don't know if you see what I see, but these, these, and she, and uh, sorry, he's starting to get like a little nervous and is speaking. I, 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 uh, I mean, they look like the, what does, what, like one, two, three, four, there's five of us. There's like five, I don't, not to say we can't handle them, but maybe we, uh, maybe we uh, get, go around them. Lucky, I'm not going to leave an innocent person at the mercy of these criminals, if that is what's going on. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what if we, like, what if we, like, go around and then, like, hide behind a bush and, like, wait for them to, like, clear off? And then, then, then you can help the, uh, unfortunate individual out, you know? What about that? Think that'll be all right? They're just gonna take their things, right? They're not gonna, like. I mean, they probably already took his things. I don't know. So maybe they'll just leave. Eli, at this point, has walked away to leave the group to debate such a thing as he makes his <laughs> way down the path. You just walk. You're just blatantly out in the road now. Walking. Yeah, okay. Followed suit. As soon as you took could out have... the mace, he'd be like, "This could have." Get ugly. Just get, get ugly. Pez. Stay, stay behind the owl. Lucky, I don't like these odds. <laughs> They're a little too even for my taste. Wow. You clearly, you clearly are a musician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I notably will forget the race names and eventually we'll pick up sure. on it. So it's okay. Sorry. Just ask. I don't mind. <laughs> um. Well, Eli. 
closely followed by Dagonet. As you around the next bend and you approach these three strangers who are gesturing at the body, you see the pointed faces of the Mopak under the hood. Two seem to be male and one female. Each are wearing worn leather armor and have a short sword on their belt. You see the fourth kind of standing off into the side, leaning against a tree, kind of nonchalantly, but you see the ears twitching of the Vulpin. The fourth is a Vulpin female. She's lightly armored and wears an ornate sword on one hip. She's hanging back and letting her little Mopak subordinates do all the work. From the haphazard bundle of a creature laying on the road, you hear a, Oh, help me. Please, somebody help me. Mopak, female, standing near the body, puts her hands on her hips and looks around. You be quiet down there. I'll give you another kick for what fur? She turns around and is immediately greeted by the sight of Eli and Dagonet, all brightly bolstered, and, and Dagonet's bright shield standing in the sun. Well, all right, folks, nothing to, nothing to see here. You move along. You move along if you know what's good for you. Yeah, I think I, uh, it's funny. <laughs> I was, uh, just about to tell you the same thing there, partner. Well, it looks like the odds here favor uh, us. So one, two, three, four, and you two. You, you know, I mean, you really want to try and pick that up. Just let us take the goods and go. See, now you, you are mighty good accountant. I will give you that. However, the odds favor those on the side of community, and they're right there what you... Uh, what you're doing ain't very neighborly, if I do say so myself. Well, I, you know, it's the right of the neighbors to charge some taxes on those traveling through the woods, making sure that these parts are protected from banditry and all. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're, uh... If, uh taxation is such a uh, good solution, it doesn't look like it's doing much, because I'm seeing an act of banditry right where I stand. We're just claiming the taxes as owed to continue to protect this part of the wood. Now, our little friend here, and she gives a light kick to the bundle. And goes, eh, this one didn't want to have to pay the taxes on her way, so we decided that we would just help her figure it out and then be on our way and continue protecting the wood. And I think y'all might want to just move along. I think y'all might just want to stop kicking that person right there. You hear the bundle on the ground. Thank you. <laughs> the Mopak female sighs and draws her sword and says, Well, if you're not going to leave, we're sure not going to leave this here. She casts a look over to the Vulpin female and female looks over and nods. Eli will take out his shield, take his shield off his back as uh, as he sees the sword drawn. Yeah, um, and I think right here before we get into anything else, I want to give an opportunity for both Lucky and Pez. Dagonet and Eli made a very bold move here, and I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to not have done that. Uh, so, would you like to? I don't know. 
sneak around a little bit, maybe get into a vicinity uh, otherwise, or tell me about it, Lucky. Would I recognize this particular Vulpin? Oh, well, as you as you get closer, uh, and, and just how how do you want to be uh, approaching? Lucky here? is 1,000% trying to sneak along outside the path. Like, yeah. I can't take this guy anyway. Just always get involved. Sure. Like, uh, if you would yeah. like to move move stealthfully, <laughs> yeah. uh, go ahead and roll me a, a stealth check there. Sweet. Oh, my God. A 19. That's two 19s for you on the day. That is that is bold. Oh I, I like it. One with the bush. You're one with the bush. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm gonna put you uh, and and let's let's do this. I'm gonna put you in a in a location here. But as you get closer, you're you're pretty well hidden, as far as you can tell. Uh, it doesn't seem that anyone's noted where you are. And uh, yeah, this uh, Vulpin female is uh, rather familiar to you. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and and show you this little dealie here. It should pop up on your map. Hello. This is Frey. Now. Frey uh, is is well known to one of our our heroes here. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Uh, Frey's a, a, a Vulpin female, and she's a captain of of the bandits. Um, yeah, it'll uh, it'll be interesting. But you do recognize her. Right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay low, and then opportunity strikes. You know, let's hope this goes well because I can't. I don't, don't want to. Just, sure. And he like hides down, just like waiting to see who attacks. Her. Yeah. So you've kind of crouched down behind this like tree, and there's like this kind of rocky outcropping near it too. And your small frame, you're easily hidden behind it. Um, Pez, how are you handling this situation? Did you walk down the road with with some of our other friends here, or did you try and take a a, a stealthier route as well? I'm just gonna follow Lucky. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is too far ahead. I, I don't want to mess with that. I'm just going to like sure. hunker down. You know how pigeons do that thing where they just like swoop into mm-hmm. a ball. It's just going to mm. And kind of like crouch down and, and, and get oh, get over there. Yeah, roll me a, a stealth check real quick. Yeah. Let's see how successful you are in doing it. That's an eight. Uh, so maybe less stealthy <laughs> than, than lucky. Um. And you, I think you think you're hidden just as well behind this rocky outcropping, but maybe you're misjudging the size of it. Um, but as far as you can, t- you think you're you're pretty pretty well hidden. And I think this is where we kind of snap back over to the uh, to our other players here, and we find Dagonet and uh, and Eli on the road. Having drawn weapons, you guys want to go down to the uh, the bottom of this map here. And you should be able to see all of it. Let me know otherwise if your tokens aren't letting you see anything. Um, but yeah, you can see the the three Mopox here in chat. I'll bring up the map. Uh, you can see the three Mopox here and the, the one Vulpin female. And the uh, female Mopox up here in the front has drawn her weapon. And her friends have also drawn their short swords. And uh, they seem to be approaching you. So what I'm going to do here is let's go ahead and roll initiative, and those of you that may be hidden uh, might happen to get a, a nice little surprise round here. So uh, I'm going to turn on the turn order. So for those of you guys that might not know, if you click on your token and then roll initiative by clicking the word initiative on your character sheet, it will automatically pop up in the turn order. 
Oh my God, Dagonet! <laughs> yes, that it's is happening. insane. It's okay. Here it is, chat. I'm, I'm putting it on the screen, and I'm gonna. Here it is. There it is. Dagonet, follow. For it. I'm so pumped. First initiative roll. Negative one, baby. Negative one. Yeah. Oh, I'm so proud. <laughs> this is it. We've done it already. So strong. This is great. This I have is one literally high. never seen a. I've never five seen a negative one initiative dexterity score. That I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Holy moly! So yeah, that's uh, that's not even a natural one. Chat. She rolled a two. She just happens to have a negative three modifier. So not even a natural. <laughs> okay. So um, I mean she goes super last. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, so the, yeah, the Mopox here. Let me go ahead and get them added to this. Got, there it is. Oh. Do that. It's doubling the, the beeping sounds. Chat, I'll fix that in a second. And then, the lovely Frey Meriden. Okay. The turn order done. So, Lucky, you're absolutely at the top of the turn order here, but also, with your 20, nicely done, but also, you seem to be well hidden. I think you get yourself a nice little surprise attack here if you'd like to take it. Uh, I, what's the, uh, I can't, I can't read him what the tactic is, I don't know, uh, he, like, looks back and sees, like, the small little, like, boop boop of some pigeon feathers sticking out of the bush, just like, mm -hmm. I gotta do something. They're just gonna spoil this whole thing. <laughs> um, I... Let me... Am I close enough? Yeah, I'm within five of... Um, Pez, correct? Yes, you're within five of, of Pez. Okay, I actually would... I would... Can I hold my action? Okay. I would like to ready an attack for next round. I don't want to... I don't want to turn and look at me first, essentially. But I would like to bonus action a help on to Pez. Um, okay. For Pez's next ability check. Because um, clearly you're not good at hiding. So. <laughs> okay. If Pez makes a, an ability check within five feet of you uh, in the next round, then yeah. yes. Absolutely. You, you, yeah. They'll, they'll like get advantage on it. It's not he's like helping. Yeah. It's not nice help. It's just like... Get some like... <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> yeah, and I think while you're doing this, we get this we get this like camera shot from Frey's point of view, and we like see Pez's little like feather thing, the one that sticks up, just kind of like flopping around behind this this <laughs> stone that Lucky is hiding behind. And Frey just like cocks her head and raises an eyebrow, and then we hear her speak for the first time. Kill them. And the uh, the Mopox will begin to advance towards you. But now, Lucky, it's your actual turn. So how do you want to spend that? All right, I'm going uh, to just, just do this. I'm going to pop out and just take aim immediately at the closest uh, race for the raccoon type. Yeah, the little raccoon, the little Mopox. The, the, the female Mopoc. one is, yeah, the one that was talking a lot of trash is up here in front, the closest one. So, yeah, absolutely. You want to you wanna shoot a little bow and arrow at them? Yeah, let's uh, let's hope they got some gold on them. Cause... Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll it with, with advantage because that one definitely doesn't know you're there. Okay, sweet. 
Uh, a 12. <laughs> yeah, you just hit uh, the, the Mopak Bandit. So if you click Longbow in the in the chat there, there it is. Seven piercing damage. So this arrow comes whistling from nowhere and slams into this Mopak that was talking a bunch of trash. And immediately they're just like, what? What? And uh, they seem rather hurt from that pretty immediately. Uh, um, you still have your your movement and your bonus action as well, Lucky, if you'd like I'm to I'm just staying put, but I would like to essentially dodge with the tree if I can. You're staying put, you would like to, would you say dodge? Like ducking behind the tree, you're trying to use... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, you have cover, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. go ahead and take cover. Perfect. Um, Frey, on, on their turn... Now noticing that an arrow has flown out from behind a rock. Oh, goodness. She's going to, like, make her way around to the side, where it's much easier to see Pez. But I think Pez is standing just in front of Lucky here, so they don't necessarily have such a good view. But Frey... Uh, Frey looks at, um, at Pez here and goes... There's more over here, so please don't forget to kill them as well. And she just kind of stands there. She's not going to do anything. The first Mopak bandit, though, uh, is going to... Yeah. Is going to rush forward! Yeah! Straight towards Eli, and is going to strike out with their short sword. Yeah! It's a six. I don't think that hits you, yeah, Eli. No, that don't hit me. Yeah, so it just kung. He, yeah. he shields it with no effort. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it didn't go so well for him. Eli, uh, that's all he gets to do. So, do you want to retaliate on this poor little guy? So, uh, I look them right in the eye and I say, "You know, your boss is a uh, half right. There's more. Well, there's a lot more than you think there are." And uh, he's going to cast Thaumaturgy and make the sound of uh, rustling in the bushes. Uh, let's go ahead and say up on this hill up here, and Eli will kind of nod that direction. Okay, yeah, Eli, sure. Um, you sure you want to do this? What's your uh, what's your spellcasting DC? Uh, that is the the DC or the ability. The DC is 13. Okay. Yeah, I just, I want to... Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I want to see how they react to this. Um, The one in front of you, like, turns immediately to the side after hearing the rustling. And you do note the one in the back as well, who has pulled out a short bow, looks over to the side as well and takes aim over in the bushes. Um, the uh, The female one... Uh, is still seemingly distracted by the giant arrow in her chest. Uh, so she's, you know, a little incapacitated for the moment, doesn't seem to take note of anything. Uh, and you can't really see Frey from here right now, so mm -hmm. you're not super sure. Uh, but the first one definitely seems distracted. Uh, Eli, is there anything else that you'd like to do? No, that's it. Just, y'all might want to back down before this gets uh, worse. Yeah, th this Mopak here uh, is kind of like nervously looking around now. Um, the Mopak female uh, with the arrow looks around. Why'd you stop attacking him? We gotta kill him! 
the guy looks. He said, "There's more in the bushes. I know. We might be surrounded." And you kind of hear Frey from the side. There's no more there. He's casting magic, you idiots. And the female Mopak will make their run towards uh, Eli as well and try to strike you with their short sword. It's a seven, so I'm pretty sure that doesn't hit you either. Yeah, they do not hit well, or I'm rolling very poorly. Uh, yeah, doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Um, Pez, it's your go. What do you want to do? Pez? Me? Pez? Oh, yes, geez. Pez. Okay. I, um, uh, uh, hey, Lucky, um, hey, uh, go get him, champ. <laughs> you, you have fun. Swords and stuff. I'm just gonna, are you a willing creature? <laughs> are you, are you trying to, are you trying to touch me? Are you trying to touch me right now? Just, just. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Never mind. Hurry up. Get back in the bush. Stop, I a problem. Willing? <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, so I'm gonna do heroism on Lucky. Awesome, be go, a hero, Lucky. Go get him. <laughs> Consent um, D and D edition. Do you, mind, do you mind popping heroism in the chat so I can read it? Yes. Where's the button for that? So I click it. Yeah, you should be just be able to click the spell. It's like a little uh, And then it'll it do it. Yep, there it is. A willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temp hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each of its turns. When the spell ends, the target loses the remaining temporary hit points. Um, so what's your spellcasting modifier, Pez? Uh, spellcasting... I have save DT DC attack bonus. Um, where's the modifier at? Uh, so your spell casting is charisma, so it's whatever oh, yeah. your plus is. On your plus court. two. Okay, so on your turn, Lucky, you get two temporary hit points added to your health pool every turn for the next minute. Do they stack, or is it just? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, this they heroism stack? is very good. Yep. What? <laughs> yep. Uh, it's very, it's very good. Um. Anyways, yes. So you feel empowered. You feel that fear that you felt with Frey being here is gone. That's a, that's a nice that's a nice stuff you got there. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's get him. Hi, and then when I'll react whenever it's my turn. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Pez, is there anything else that you'd like to do? That was your action. You have your bonus action and your movement remaining. Um, I'm not sure I have much in the way of bonus actions. Bardic inspiration is a bonus action if you want to use it. Where is that? Uh, it should be in your abilities. Uh, and I gave you a little counter there. That's for Bardic Inspiration. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you get um, two of those uh, a day. But you can use it as a bonus action. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Just Inspire them? In the chat, yeah. Are you inspiring Lucky? Or are you inspiring someone else? So it's uh, one person within 60 feet? Yep. Mm -hmm. Anyone think, that can hear you. I think Lucky's fine. Um, like, you're trying to like figure out which one she goes. Yeah. What was the owl? Sprig, right? Strig? Strig. Yeah. Get the strig. Get the limp. Get, don't, don't look at me. Give up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I strike that this one's for you. And I'm just going to do it on my flute. 
So you doot doot on the flute in Dagonet. You now get a D6 that you get to spend, a bardic inspiration die, in the next 10 minutes. There you go. Um, excellent, Pez. Do you want to move anywhere, or are you good to go? Uh, the fox didn't look like she was going to get any closer, right? She was just like, hey, they're you, over you there. You take a look at her, and she's kind of raising an eyebrow, and she like looks to be muttering something under her breath, but she has not moved closer to you yet. Ooh, uh, I don't, ooh, I don't like my head. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm just gonna go yeah, behind step Lucky. behind! <laughs> and as soon as you step behind Lucky, Frey has direct line of sight to Lucky. Oh, no. And we get this, like, camera angle from behind Frey that, like, we see Lucky come into focus. And we see, then we see Frey's eyes just widen. And in the pupils, we see the, uh, the horseshoe belt buckle. <laughs> And Frey goes, I can't believe. Lucky! <laughs> oh, you're not getting away from me this time, Lucky. We'll see how lucky you are after I'm done with you! And they seem that they're going to likely be joining this Frey. Um, her name's Frey. I just realized <laughs> that. That's pretty good. Oh. All right, Mopak Bandit, uh, this one in the back here, uh, after being yelled at by Frey, immediately turns back around, but he's still a little shaky on this, so he's gonna try and shoot his short bow uh, over uh, over at, I guess, Eli. He's, so he's gonna move a little bit to try and get himself a, a better shot. So he's gonna run a little bit forward here, and he's gonna he's gonna shoot himself uh, a, an arrow at Eli, and he goes, yeah! It's a 15, Eli. That just makes my armor class. He's like shaking. He goes, ah! And it hits you still. And it finds its way like between your spines, like on mm. your side or something like that. And uh, it deals you six piercing damage. Oh, oh it's a dangerous right. one. It's a dangerous one. All right. There's no need for that. Mm. 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 Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, That's all they're going to do. But they, they look at you and they're like, ha! Shut up! Just kill them! Uh, Dagonet, we get to the negative one on the on the initiative roll. I know you were so patiently waiting. Please. What would you like to do, Dagonet? Uh, he's going to limp. Okay. Around behind, beside uh, Eli there, and he's just going to mm -hmm. poke this one right in front of him with his spear. Absolutely. Get to poking. That is a natural 20. Wowee. Okay. Slow moving, hard hitting. Please roll me some damage. It absolutely hits. Okay. Dagonet limps up like utilizing the spear as a walking stick and then just slams it into the Mopak in front of him. Yoda confirmed. And the Mopak immediately is, is completely skewered through. We get like the side view and we watch as the spear goes through one end and out the other end forcefully and like it had nothing in the way and then is wrenched outwards and the Mopak falls over dead without even being able to say anything. It happens so swiftly. Lucky is stunned. That was, that was a, <laughs> that was a swift act of murder. Holy moly. He just like ruffles uh, his, his head feathers. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the female one looks over at you. Still has like a, a broken off arrow sticking out of her chest. She's, oh, Boss, I don't know about this one! And Frey, Frey, I don't know. 
Frey is angry. We get like a shot of Frey and we hear like this low growl in her throat. Um, Dagonet, is there anything else that you'd like to do? Oh, um, uh, question for later though. Uh, mm -hmm. Reactions. Yes. What about them? So this is going to come into play later soon because uh, uh -huh. I have protection. So how many reactions is it like a reaction you get one per round per round so a, a reaction is something that you use off of your turn but during the round okay so you get one per round uh it's like uh, a reaction economy for the attack of opportunity you only get one attack of opportunity if someone runs by you so you only get one reaction per round that kind of thing uh, okay, Dagonet, is there anything else you'd like to accomplish? I mean, you flat out murdered someone, but hey. He just gives uh, Eli a little, little nod. I'm with you, my friend. I'm yeah. with you, although I don't really think you need it. Golly. <laughs> uh, Lucky, it is your turn, and we're back at the top of the turn order. What would you like to do? Frey has noticed you. Look, he's like, hey, and like takes this opportunity to dart uh, out now since I don't have to be hit anymore to mm -hmm. behind uh, Eli. Okay. Like he's not letting me know. I mean, thanks for the, thanks for the, thanks for the help, but I'm uh, not really a frontline present and like runs out away from Pez. Like, see you later. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go get him, buddy. So uh, I would just kind of want to like, boop. If I can, and if uh yeah, five, ten, fifteen. You you have twenty five feet of movement, yeah. so you're good. At this mm -hmm. angle, she's gonna try. Or sorry, he's gonna try to take a quick shot at the other um. The mopak with Mop the bow. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I was just looking back at the back at phrase. Sorry, sorry about this. And like, <laughs> <laughs> very very cocky. Um, oh. uh, that's a seven. Unfortunately. I'm very I'm just very distracted. <laughs> yeah. So the the arrow, uh, I think, uh, the kind of uh, similarly fidgety Mopak banded over on the side, who's like, I think he bends down to like pick out another arrow that like maybe <laughs> fell out of the quiver or something like that, and the arrow goes whizzing over his head and thuds into the tree behind him. Uh, and he looks up and he's like, what just happened? And he knocks another arrow and it seems to be like trying, still trying to like figure out how to use a bow. It's it, you know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> uh, okay, Lucky, is there anything else that you'd like to do? Bonus action or, or move? I think you got about 10 minutes uh, left. I, Lucky is moving forward, literally, to hide as much as possible behind his yeah. larger team. Behind the big lads, you absolutely. You small. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Actually classified as small. Literally yes. Small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little beans. Uh, okay. It's, uh, it's Frey's turn. Um, Frey, we have a move speed of... Let's see where Frey can get to. Oh, good. Oh, good. Frey! Frey sees their target and uh, quickly, swiftly lopes through uh, the undergrowth of the trees here and ends up right next to Lucky. Lucky's like, and looks oh, down. I, I, I and you hear just smell like. Very, very nice. You smell very nice. You got the, the lavender. Go oh, God. It's like she she looks down. She's like, "You're not getting away from me this time." And attacks twice with their short sword. Uh, the first is an eight, 
And the second is a five! Wow. The swift lucky! Foom, 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 foom. Unable, unable to make purchase there. Frey is frustrated. Was really looking to just get in here, get their revenge, and get out. And is now locked in a very precarious situation. Lucky under, um, under his breath goes, I see you not trying very much either. Wow, that is okay. That's phrased turn. They can't do anything else right now. Uh, Mapak Bandit, is this the living one? I think this is the living one. Yeah, this is the living one who's still really hurt. Um, looks, boss, I don't know about this. They're tougher than I thought they'd be. I, ah! uh, and is going to attempt to run. Uh, Eli. Uh, and Dagon A, do you allow the this this little Mopak to run away from you? I no. would like to make an attack of opportunity. <laughs> oh God, here and we go. The, let attempt, the thirst begin. Attempt to sweep my mace at their legs. Okay, so you want to uh, like kind of trip them up here? Yeah, it it should be noted that Eli, whenever possible, is going to try and deal non-lethal damage. Okay. You just uh, want to incapacitate here. I gotcha. would like to. I would like to try and trip them up and make them like hit their head and knock them. Yeah. Let, let's let's see what your your attack roll is. You you lunge out with the the mace trying to get yeah, them to trip up and an incapacitate them. An attempt maybe, will be made. Maybe kneecap someone here. Yeah. Sure. A, a 20. twenty. Absolutely. Yeah. You nail it. Uh. This the the mopak immediately goes down. Uh. Like you hear like a snap against basically their femur, Ooh. and they just <laughs> collapse on the ground. Ah! Uh, no, 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 no! Please, I, I didn't mean everything I said. The, the, the little, the they're, they're fine over there. We were just trying to take some goods, and it's fine. Don't hurt me, please. I don't want to die. And just stay there if you know what's good for you. They just kind of like curl up in the fetal position on the ground. Um, Eli, it's now your turn too. So what do you want to do? Oh boy. Uh, so I'm gonna turn around to face Frey. And uh, I'm gonna make uh, another cheeky little swing. Absolutely. If I could just find my mace, there it is. Oh, that's a natural Critical one. failure. You you find that even though it seemed that Lucky was very swift around this, um, mm -hmm. Frey is is no novice. She s swiftly turns away uh, your um, your mace and disarms you. It falls to the ground. Oh dear me. Lucky says something along the lines of, why you gotta be so, like, peaceful now? You used to be much better than this. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna bonus cast Shield of Faith on Lucky. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Drop it, right. drop, it, drop it in the <laughs> chat there. So you, you reach yeah. out and you, you slap Lucky, who's, like, still kind of dodging around all of Frey's stuff here. And you cast Shield of Faith. Yeah. What does your Shield of Faith look like? So I think uh, it is very much a clap on the shoulder, a reassuring clap on the shoulder. And um, and I think that so the the holy symbol of Jerbeen, or I'm sorry, of Gaspard, uh, is three rapiers tied together by a pink ribbon. And so I think <laughs> there's a, uh, a warm pink light that sort of spreads out from his hand and like a glow sort of like climbs across like starts to to they're almost like ribbons themselves like starts to surround and wrap around um lucky uh until they all sort of like tie off and like explode like little like butterflies almost and uh 
And you now have, what is it? Plus, uh, plus two to your, your AC for the next 10 minutes. So, uh, go get him, champ. Like, it's like, thanks. Like, still dodging. Like, thanks, thanks, there, buddy. Could, could actually, yep. Could actually hit him, but whatever. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. Uh, Eli, is that it? Do you want to move at all? Or are you good? Uh, no, that'll, that'll be my, that'll be my, uh, oh, where did my, so they disarmed me. Yeah. Yeah, it's just on the ground. It takes oh, okay. some of your movement to pick it up. I'm not. You're not like hyper punished for this or yeah, anything. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to sort of swiftly, you know, pick it up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you you like you, you at, as uh, as Frey like turns to fight off again on Dagonet because like this all happens in six seconds. They're not just like sitting there, right? So there's all yeah. active fighting happening here. Yeah, so yeah. as they like turn away a strike from Dagonet or whatever, you reach down and grab your mace for like yeah. the next round. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's um, it. The next Mopak is dead, so they're off the turn order there. Pez, what would you like to do? Oh, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scoot on over there just a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I don't like it. I'm just gonna take out the light crossbow and just shoot at the fox lady because she's all up in there. Okay, yeah, you shoot at Frey. Go ahead. Um... Give him a little click, click. So you like, click. Oh, there it is. Yeah. An eight! Um, Frey, seemingly with some kind of ninth sense, Blight. dodges directly out of the way of the of the bolt there. Can I re-roll? With what? Faded. Or touched. Uh, faded. Uh, can you put faded or in the in the chat real quick? Uh, you can choose to re-roll any attack or skill check. Yeah, you can do it once a day. Uh so yeah, give me a give me a re-roll. She's all in there. I don't want her to be in there. 21 absolutely hits. Yes. <laughs> I'm helping. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. If you click light crossbow in the, the chat itself, it'll do, roll your damage. There it is. Nine damage. Yeah. Wow. So, like, we get this whole thing with her. The bolt misses. And then, for some weird magical reason, time reverses itself. And the bolt <laughs> then finds its mark directly in Frey's shoulder. Um... And Frey takes nine points of damage. I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, and you see her now, and she's, like, wide-eyed. It, it, again, these are animals. It's very easy to see when something looks like a cornered animal. Uh, Frey is starting to think that she maybe made a mistake. Uh, so, is there anything else you'd like to do, Pez? Nope. That's okay. about it. Okay. Um, the last bandit here. Sees the one on the ground with its leg shattered, the other one dead, and Frey surrounded, and he's booking it. He's just, he's gone. Uh, well, so he gets to go his, he's going to dash. So he's going to kind of like try to disappear into the, uh, yep. Yep, he takes off down the road, uh, 60 feet. <laughs> he's just, he is way out of here. He's just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he, like, he's, like, tossed the, the, the bow over his shoulder, and, like, the arrows have, like, flopped out of his, uh, his thigh, like, uh, thigh quiver, and it just running down the road now. Um, okay. So he's, I'm gonna take him off the turn, or he's gone. Dagonet, what would you like to do? Well, he, he's hearing a lot of commotion behind him. Mm, mm. Uh, so he's turning around and seeing a fray there, and He's he's gonna he's gonna take a poke at her. Oh God! Now, when do I have to declare the Bardic Inspiration Day? Oh, uh, you can do it after a roll. Okay. It's just an additional. 
So you get you just get it for ten minutes. Oh, never That's mind. another crit. That's a natural twenty. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> oh my god! It's like we drag. It's slow moving, but like you drag in a Panzer tank, and it just like thunk. It just stabs the crap out of things. I'm telling you, oh the way Yoda god. fights. That's oh, like you do one thing. Holy moly! That's seven Unreal. points of damage. A second natural twenty. And yeah, Frey's really regretting their life choices right now. Um. So I think what happens is like they take it, they take the bolt to the shoulder, and immediately the spear finds their ribs on the other side, and now they are becoming a pincushion. Uh, Dagonet, is there anything else you'd like to do? No, he's he's just gonna stare her down. I I, I don't yeah. think you want to be here right now, my friend. She's like she looks at you. She's looking around wildly. Um. Yeah, this mistakes were made. Uh, Lucky, what would you like to do? Lucky immediately is like thrusting his chest out. Uh, and at DM's discretion, I want to ask you: Can I now use one of my attacks with my uh, hand axe to try to disarm Bray? You want to attempt to disarm? Yeah, because I would like. I would like to. I mean, I don't want to just. I just want to. I don't want to kill her. I wanted to know she messed with the wrong, the wrong group of folks, you know. Maybe we can talk her out of some loot, or, you know, something. Make me an attack roll. Sweet. Um, hand axe. Boop. And then... Uh, with the nine, I think you attempt to do so, and you're met, like, wildly with, with her sword. And she just looks at you and... No, we, we, we just talk it out. We just, we just talk it out. Just, just, just drop your weapon. We'll just talk it out. Uh, you guys have her surrounded, and it is technically her turn next, but I'll let you make this. You want to try and persuade her to put down her arms? I mean, if, you, if you'll if you let me, that, that would be yeah. great. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Let's see what happens. Go ahead and roll me persuasion. 15. <laughs> um, she looks at you, and, like, you see now, like, she's bleeding profusely from two different places and like the grip on her sword is starting to to flag and she drops the weapon and kind of like crouches backwards just, just let me go just let me go lucky with his his little hand axe still drawn puts one thumb behind the butt buckle yeah now you see why i took it from you in the first place you obviously couldn't even handle this could you I mean, you know. You're so right, mighty Jerbeen. Just let me go. Did you guys, uh, you guys want anything? Do I get, uh, I'd like to make an insight check to see if they plan to do anything if we let them go. As far Absolutely. As... Roll me some insight. Cool, 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 cool. 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 It's a 13. Okay. Uh, from what you can tell, they're, I mean, they look scared um, and cornered and are really just trying to get out of here. Hmm. You You know from living a certain kind of life that Self-preservation is er pretty much all of the, the bandits' number one. Mm -hmm. 
I'm thinking maybe the uh and what's the name of the the group we're we're going to the council? Uh yeah, so the the idea here mm-hmm. uh is is that you've been asked to travel to Alderheart to speak mm-hmm. to the Birdfolk Council Bird Folk and Council. tell them okay. what happened to Ashbarrow. I think uh Yeah, we're heading to the Birdfolk Council anyway. What's uh what say you uh you and us pay them a visit? Frey, was it? No, Hedge, I don't think that's in my best interest. Mm. I've stopped fighting. You've killed some of my friends. That one over there is not going anywhere. You can take them to the Birdfolk Council, but me, I think you should just let go. Hmm. That's what you think, is it? What do you want to do? What can you describe what Frey is wearing? What Frey is? Sorry, what, oh, what, sure. what she has on her. Does anything look particularly enticing? You know what I mean? <laughs> um she I mean she's she's wearing a much finer set of, of leather armor than the uh the Mopox were, which is kind of like a haphazard assortment of leather scraps and other cloth. Mm-hmm. Um but the one thing to note on her person is a her short sword that she has now dropped to the ground uh, is it's a very fine sword. I'm going to try to take it. Lucky's going to try to take it. She's, she's backed away from okay. it. Okay. So like you, you've got like three feet of, of space here. Um, you guys can decide if you want to take it to the council. I'm just going to, and reaches down and just takes the short sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a rose insignia on the pommel, you know, as you pick it up. It's very nice. And Frey looks at it and is like, yes, just hold on to that. Uh, consider it payment for my release. What a... <laughs> would, I, would I know what the, what the council does to deal with bandits? Um, I, you know, I, th- I guess so. I think you would. Uh, generally, it doesn't turn out favorably. They're either locked up or more than likely executed. Mm. Mm. Lucky's going to point her own sword at her and hopes that she doesn't go anywhere and lean over to Eli and go, I mean, she just, she just, she just got some dirt on us. I don't know if the council wants to know the dirt. I mean, at least on me, if you know what I mean. Eli's going to kneel down to her uh, fray and say, I don't want to see you bothering anybody else around these parts, you hear? You've got it, mighty hedge. You will never see me again. Dagonet's just going to look menacing down at her. Or you will steal my spear again. I would certainly never like to feel that again. And they like wince as they hold their side. Just looking to leave. Take the sword. Question the small mapak over there. You'll never see me again. 
I mean, we are going to put out word that you're down here, so you might as well leave. I don't know if you're lying or not. You clearly got the can't, you got the face. I can't tell, but we're definitely going to tell some people you're here, so you might want to at least get a good, long, I long leave, you know what I'm saying? Never, never back here. She like look. She yeah. She looks around at you guys, and she's been kind of backing away slowly this whole time. She's now got like five feet in between you guys. She's going to attempt to make a run for it. Is anyone going to stop her? No. Okay. She turns and as well as she can with her her multiple wounds, she dashes off into the forest um, quickly. Uh, losing you from what you can see. Uh, Eli will immediately go over to the person who is presumably still on the ground that they were assaulting. Yeah, so you like walk past the like the the one that's kind of like crawling on the ground, mm-hmm. right, with a shattered femur, and you walk over to the kind of the bundle, and you note that it's. It's a it's some kind of humanoid creature and it's got a large backpack on it. It seems to have kind of like fallen over their heads, so they're kind of unable to get themselves out from underneath of what's going on. Uh and you hear a small voice. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And and this is where we're gonna take our, our quick break, and then we're gonna find out who this uh who this person is. Um so We're going to take a quick three to five minute break. Thank you everyone for tuning in tonight. And then we will come back with part two of episode one of Die Fall, Alderheart, and the party's victorious. Yay, that was nice. Hey guys, once again, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Die Fall, Alderheart. Uh, If you were unable to catch the beginning of the show, or if you're not going to be able to catch the end of the show... The VODs will be available here on the Twitch channel. It's twitch.com slash runawayrobot underscore and on YouTube at youtube.com slash runawayrobot. Um, There's also a whole lot of other stuff on there, but I know you're here for that sick Dungeons & Dragons content, so you can catch it there. It will also be available in podcast form on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And every review, follow, and otherwise on all of those platforms for the Diefall podcast helps us out absolutely immensely so thank you guys for tuning in tonight i super hope you're you're enjoying the show it's our first foray into humblewood and uh, i hope you like these characters just as much as i do um i'd like to thank everyone holy crap this this is actually in, insane uh shing the lost brad test pattern uh simply raukin Thank you all for the follow and welcome to the Salt Factory. Q, thank you for 25 months out of Tier 1. Thank you so much. Arcane Lumi, a dangerous man. Dark Juice Box, H Burns. Uh, thank you all for the follows and welcome to the Salt Factory. Uh, LB, thank you for the bit. Welcome, LB. How are you? H Burns, thank you for the 200 biddies. Dangerous man, 20 bits. Thank you. Uh, Danny was taken. Indie Gamer. Thank you both for the following. Welcome to the factory. And H. Burns, another 300 bits. Thank you guys so, so very much. I super appreciate it. Um, thank you. I, I really do appreciate it. We'll be back very soon. The cast is getting back into their chairs. And thank you again for joining us this evening. Welcome back, everyone, to our first episode of Die Fall Alderheart. Where we left off, our party just dispatched a band of bandits rather swiftly and with extreme prejudice, um, it was 
it was impressive to say the least from a level one party. I'll take it. Uh, and we had our friend Eli approaching the small haphazard bundle on the ground, uh, kind of flipped over on themselves. Uh, it seems to be the person that these bandits were uh, accosting. Um, so Eli, as you as you approach, you kind of you see uh, you see this. You see a uh, a kind of a small cat-like looking uh, looking creature here. Uh, and chat, I'll I'll bring this up so you can at least see the picture before we we go anywhere else with this. But this is Eliza. <laughs> And so she's got like her bag is kind of like up on over her shoulder. She's kind of on the ground. She looks a little beaten up and stuff. She's an Alluran, a group of cat-like people from the West. Uh, they're not native to Humblewood, but they're commonly seen along the roads as part of merchant caravans or behind merchant stalls in the capital. Um, so she has two different colored eyes, and she's flipped she's over. She's got two different colored eyes. Yeah. So she she looks up and she's, thank you, sir. Can you? Help a lady up? <laughs> of course, of course. And, uh, I will help her up. Um, and how, how does her, like, the garb look okay? Like, uh, she looks... She, she looks okay. She's she's dirty and dusty yeah. from kind of being, like, thrown around on the ground and stuff like that. But, like, it doesn't look like she was stabbed. She's not bleeding from anywhere. Mm. Um, she just looks like she was roughed up a little bit. Would I would I be able to use mending to kind of like tidy her clothing up a little bit? That is a separate spell. Mending is for fixing broken things. But if you really sure. want to fix a broken thing, let's say her walking stick is broken. Oh, maybe okay. they like maybe they like snapped her walking stick oh, or something, right. and you you can grab it and you can mend it back <laughs> okay. together for her. I would like to do that. Yeah, and she sees you do. Ah, oh, you know magic. <laughs> I dabble. I dabble. Are uh, are you traveling alone? Yes, I am. <laughs> Eliza is the name. She puts out a paw. Penny Gleam. Elijah. <laughs> Eli, for short. Uh, Briar. Oh, Isn't that a mighty coincidence? I, I like your name. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm just heading my way to Alderwood. I was going to make my stop over uh, in, the, in the morrow. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I travel alone sometimes. I've I got a strong back and i can pull my cart and i've made my way well yes uh i uh we're heading to alderhard ourselves and uh you're welcome to i'm sorry my brain just shut off for a second because i this cat is so fucking cute where did she say <laughs> she was going She's going to to Alderheart, which is where you're going. She is. Okay, uh, but dope. she's gonna stop over in Winnowing Reach. Got it. Okay, okay. Which I don't believe I mentioned yet. So she's gonna stop yeah, at Winnowing you, Reach. I, I think you said we were we were passing. There. You guys are going through yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on our way, and I'm sure uh, you've had just about enough of these ruffians on the road out here. Uh, if you don't mind the company, I'm sure. I mean folks are we okay with one more for the time being oh but of course oh look like he's like inspecting the, the snoopily like yeah, yeah, yeah sure i guess uh and eliza's thank you um let me let me fix my things and get the cart fixed up and she looks back and she looks at this mop that is 
now, like, crawled itself off the road and seems to be, like, getting further away from the parties. Y'all want to handle that, or you want to bring them with us, or I'm not rightly sure what you do with bandits around these parts. I, I think I can figure something out. And uh, I'll walk over to the Mopak, and, and size-wise, how does a Mopak compare to a hedge? Uh, I mean, you're rough, like, you can, you you run in the same size categories. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you're on the larger side, so this Mopak's probably smaller than you. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to offer to pick them up. Presumably their leg is pretty banged up. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like hanging haphazardly. It is well broken. Tell you what. You look like you could use a doctor. We can take you to Winnowing Reach. Is that what it's called? Yep. Okay. I won't turn you over to the council. Looks at you questioningly, kind of appraising you. She wants to insight check you. All right. Not very smart, but they're going to try. 14. 14 will tell her that I mean it. Well, help me up then. <laughs> it puts out a paw. And at this point, Dagonet did end up getting their walking stick when we we were on our way. Right? We haven't got there yet. Mm -mm. Dagonet's home is Widow at the Reach. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're heading mm -hmm. there. Got it. Um. All right. Well, I can't. I can't. I can't have a lighter for every cigarette. It seems. Um, <laughs> I will. I will help them up. Sure. Um. They cannot walk. Yeah. No, I will help them over to the cart. Sure. And look at Eliza for approval and just say, would you mind? I'll keep an eye on them. Eliza crosses her arms and looks. Are you going to keep making trouble? The mop pock just looks down. No. All right, fine. You can get on the cart. We'll drag you along with us. Now it's going to be a bit heavier, and she looks over at, at, at Eli and says, well, you look mighty strong. You mind? Uh... Not at all. I mean, I, 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 I mean I, look, uh, fending off those ruffians clearly was a big job. And uh, now you want my buddy here to pull your cart, which is fine. He's great at pulling carts. I've seen it a million times. But, uh, I mean, you know, it might just a little favor. You know, favor for you, favor for me. You know, Cle clearly we have a lot of favors. You need a lot of favors, it seems. I'm saying. So, uh. <clears throat> oh, um. Well, all right. I know. I, I understand. I Well, what I've got on me here is, is what I've got on me. It's what I was going to go, uh, go sell. Um, I, you're, you're, you can take a look. Lucky, and, and it won't be necessary. Look, look, I mean, just that she points over at Pez, or sorry, he points over at Pez. He goes, 
I mean, he's wasting, she's wasting away over here. She needs some snacks. Just trying to help her get some snacks, you know? Lucky, what are you saying? Do I look malnourished? That you like snacks? Gotcha. I mean, I like snacks, but I'm just so confused right now. I'm trying to get you some snacks from the lovely Eliza over here who needed our help. Well, weirdly enough, Eliza does have a lot of adventuring gear. And you know what goes in adventuring gear? Adventuring <laughs> snacks. So Eliza looks at her. Oh yeah, I, I might have some of those snacks that you all, you all be needing. Uh, you know, give me a moment here, and and she goes and like digs through a box and like puts something out. And she's like, no, not this, no, not this. And you see, like essentially, there's weapons, tools, adventuring gear, some trade goods, like you know, just various different things. There's bags of rice because apparently that's what this place has. And she eventually gets down to the bottom. And she pulls out. Here you go, and it's it's just like a slab of beef jerky. To poke over his shoulder. You, you got you got any cookies in there by by chance? Well, cookies don't travel so well, but uh, I, I'm I, I might be able to spare a few copper and buy you some at the reach. You oh. won't need to spend your money on us. I will buy you cookies, Pez. Well, now I feel like I'm putting. So if she happened to have cookies, I would have taken the. She doesn't have cookies. That's okay. We'll just we will find you cookies. I do have a hankering. I really hope uh, rice and cookies can pay our bills. You know what I mean? <laughs> well. <a> joke? <laughs> no, I'm just well, kidding. food. <laughs> young hero Jerbeam, uh, that sword there looks mighty fine and could fetch a pretty penny over in the Winnowin Reach I if you don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's a pretty nice sword. Um... I don't know. I don't know. A sword's not going to pay our bills now, is it, Lucky? If I got to do enough stabbing, it will, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I. You twisted my words, my friend. You twisted my words. Sorry, sorry. I'm just. I'm cranky, you know. I think that caffeine's weighing off. It's all right. All right, fine. We'll take this. Eliza, excuse me. Elijah, Eliza. Elia. <laughs> to the reach. Where's the web? Uh, yeah, clearly, so our best fighter over here can get his or get his walking stick. I mean, bless you, handling that. <laughs> okay, um, so you guys, uh, for lack of a better term, you saddle up. You ready to to saddle head out here? I'll I'll hoist the cart up and. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty heavy, um, but it's not. She's not overly stocked, so you're definitely still going to be able to move, but it will be a little bit slower okay. uh, unless you roll me an athletics check, please. I sure can. It's a 17. A 17. Okay. You guys will be traveling just fine. The strong, thick boy hedge is able to heft this cart rather easily, and you will proceed... Without delay, so that's that's very nice. Um, excellent. So uh, as you guys head off and skirt around the tree that had been felled in part of the uh, the banditry act here, um, Eliza begins to talk about the the road ahead. Well, now uh, the road up here and it makes its way along the edge of Mock Fields, that large swampland to the south, or reaches uh, Winnow and Reach, a small. Uh, Research outpost. Um, 
Most of those inhabitants there, they uh, they study those slimes that live down in the caverns in the mock fields in that swamp there. Now, I was going to just stop and winnow and reach for a little while, uh, sell some things, get some things, but, you know, I'm, I'm making my way to Alderheart. Now, why are y'all heading out there? Lucky bites his tongue from being like, it's not even business, but it's going to give him the whole story, and no, he's going <laughs> to. I mean, is she talking to me? I'm pulling the cart, but I can I can expound. I think, yeah, I think uh, she's like with she's next to you. She's oh, not okay, gonna like go okay. stray far from her cart. And you're the one that came and helped her. No one else has really interacted with her yet, so she's pretty much just she's focusing on you at the moment. Well, uh, we're coming from a meadow fan, and the militia out there ran into a bit of trouble in a. Uh, in the Scorch Grove. Things ain't looking too good in Ashbarrow. Ashbarrow, rather. I was in Ashbarrow about two weeks ago. What's going on? Hard to say at this point, but... Captain of the Militia returned, and... Well, other than the clothes on her back, she didn't return with anything else. It's, uh... No one else? Bandits. Taken. Captured. Possibly worse. Gosh, I'm worried about those guys. The bandit that is sitting in the back of the car goes, Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, well, gotta make it to Alderheart and talk to the council. See what they can do for us. I'm sure they'll they'll send some of the guard right away to take care of all of these bandits out here hassling us merchants and and nice humble folk just trying to make their way in the world. Yeah. Sorry about that too. It's all right. You know, the best way to atone for such things is uh you know, really to walk the... <laughs> Am I really going to try and convert Do it. Preach. <laughs> Preach to them. Preach to them. You're a cleric now, you Rob. Ever this heard... is you. Like it's like Take of the church. The tale of Gaspard, the Jerbean hero. No. Well, I don't think I have. Let me tell you. I uh, As I'm carrying a fucking cart. Yeah, you uh, are. Well, Gaspard's example of heroism and community was felt by all that knew him as he traveled the wood, helping others, and communing with the Amaranthine. You know, it's worshipped by warriors, and you fancy yourself a warrior, don't you? One more time. Uh, he's a he's uh, it's worshipped by warriors, and uh, you fancy yourself a warrior, don't you, Bandit? After that, back there, not anymore. Kind of like gesture to their leg. Ah. 
Don't count yourself out. You're capable of great things. Everybody is. Now, what great things, preacher? What great things? Well, take Pez here. Pez is a, uh, a bard, a, a talented one at that. I mean, the amount of instruments you could play. Ooh-wee. I, uh... This one's a rock. I mean, you can find music in even the most unlikely places. And the most thing, the, the word that comes most to mind about that is inspiration. You're inspiring. Can I ask you a question? Uh, is this a, like a, a sermon that Eli delivers very often? He doesn't. I think that you knowing him, you've okay. heard his kind of like, Lucky's like mouthing everything. <laughs> You've heard his like examples. Like he he will go back to oh yeah he's talking about Gaspard again. He's a mighty warrior. Like it's like and the good part comes up. He's like wait for the good part. Here it comes. Eli, have you considered making pamphlets? You're gonna wear your voice out. <laughs> all right, all right. I can take a hint. The point I'm making is don't count yourself out and don't think this is the only life for you. Now, I can't tell you what to do, but what I can tell you is community is everything, and you are just as much part of the wood as the rest of us. Now, I'll go back to clamming up so as not to bore you. And Are you, are you proficient in uh, persuasion or religion? I believe both, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Roll whichever's higher. Uh, okay. So, uh, persuasion, religion. Okay, persuasion. That's a nat 20. That's for a nat 26. 20. We get this, like, because I think you're probably just talking while you're walking, right? You're hauling this cart. Yeah, so you're kind of just, like it. I'm just sort of over like, the shoulder, blah, right? Blah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Gaspar. Like over the shoulder. And we get our camera like zooms in on, on this really injured Mopak who's probably just like laying down on the rice, right? And just like looking up at like the trees. And so we see the trees and the light filtering through. And like for some reason, this little story and this little sermon is like really hitting home. That reason is probably blood loss, but... <laughs> <laughs> she still has a broken off arrow in her chest, too! Breach it, Lucky! <laughs> but it's really... And you know what? Maybe it's, it is. It's the blood loss. It's the freaking mortality of the whole thing. It's, but yeah, we get like this this look. And and it's always... it. You're left with a warm feeling. Uh, from from that shot with the camera, and uh, I think that's kind of how we we continue our uh, the rest of the day. And you guys continue. Um, Winnowing reaches is about a days and a half travel, and uh, you were sidetracked just for a little bit, not for very long. But as the sun goes down, uh, do you guys plan to to make camp? How far? Um, so let's see. I do have you on the, uh, the world map, correct? E. Yeah. So, um, at this point, you're probably about halfway between the two places. Maybe a little bit closer to Winnowing Reach. But it took you most of the day to get this, this far. 
is the bandit passed out or are they okay? They are absolutely passed out, either from exhaustion or blood loss. Uh, they are currently uh, unconscious in the back of the cart. Did anyone, like, try to tend to them at all during the day? I may have expanded my spell slot very early on in the campaign. I believe five minutes in, so... But are you prof is anyone proficient in medicine? Would you try... Would you try, is what I want to know. I think I would try when we made camp. They've been bleeding this whole time. Well, I... <sighs> I, have a I just, I'm asking. Spell. I could magic it. You could. I guess. If they're looking pretty terrible. They still have an arrow in them, and their leg is broken. Oh god, it's the same one. Fine. <laughs> yes. I mean, I would like that arrow back. It's all the same. Uh, I'll just, I'll just... It's broken off uh, in half, like, when they... Hey, man, in certain circles, you know, it, it fetches a good price. Don't, uh, lucky, knows, <laughs> lucky knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you were actually giving a eulogy, and we didn't know. No, please. So... <laughs> oh, healing word. Yeah, Pez, do you want to... Oh, you did use Healing Word. Okay, so let's say at some point in time, Pez tries their hand at doing some, some mending. Um, you get the arrow out. Let's put it that way. You get the arrow out. And uh, what does your Healing Word look like? Mm. Or sound like in your case. That's or both. That's a good question. Yeah, um... what, is, what does your magic look like? Probably like a little bit of like gusts of air around her feathers, right? And she just kind of like pushes it in there, just like, there you go, buddy. So we see like we we get that thing because you, like you can't really see air, but if we're an animated series, you absolutely can, right? So you see like the little lines of air flood like fl flutter around your your feathers, and it like <laughs> flutters into uh, the little mopak, and we watch as like the hole closes. And mends, and the leg even starts to reform and re-knit itself together. Um, the Mopak is looking much better and breathing much easier. And they've watched you do this. They look at you. You know how to cast magic. I mean, a little bit. But with the wind, you did the... You made the wind. Yeah. I'm very special. I... I I don't know. I mean, just just take it. I guess don't kill people and stuff. Yeah. This has been a life lesson. Right. Okay. Uh, and they seem a little starstruck uh, at the like the use of magic and and I guess Pez's physical features uh, being what they are, but they look much better. Um, they aren't talking very much throughout the, the journey, but they are just kind of sitting easier. Um, they don't hop down off the cart. It does seem that their leg is still pretty pretty messed up for walking. Um, but yeah, so you've, you've done that at some point in time. Is there anything else that you guys would have wanted to do prior to trying to make camp or while making camp? Um, I will say in order to make camp, I have an ability for that. 
Uh, Wait, I mean, just gotta find it. Right. Yeah. Is, is, oh, is there anything is. that you guys would want to that you wanted to like do while while traveling or or anything else? Um, or do you just want to go ahead and make camp? I mean, I just want to get the show guys. on the road. Is what I'm saying. So if we gotta camp, we gotta camp. You gotta. I mean, you don't have to. You can push <laughs> through the night if you'd like. You will incur a point of exhaustion by the end of your journey. Lucky eyeballs our very efficient yet very wobbly strig. Not gonna say any of us need to camp, but do any of us need to camp? I I very much like like to to camp. My my eyes are are not as good as as what they used to be. Yeah, yeah. You rest them nice. You got some good good eyes. So you guys decide to to, to make camp. Uh, you pull the cart off to the side of the road. Uh, Eliza kind of gives a, a very appreciative pat on Eli and uh, begins to like go through her stuff, making sure everything's still secure and, and things of that nature. And Eli, you said you had a spell that you wanted to cast. Oh, let's, uh, let's talk about that one. Sure do. Yeah, man. Blessing of the hearth, baby. Hell uh, yeah. From first level, I gain the ability to conjure a small flagstone hearth with a simple iron cooking pot wherever you rest. What? It's freaking adorable. So I just I love it. So, yeah, so what is what does your little hearth look like? And it kind of appears out of nothing, right? Yeah, so like similar to the way that my that like ribbons sort of uh tied themselves around Lucky um mm -hmm. i think it all sort of stitches together like and forms a fully like it's it's a solid object that's not made of yarn but it kind of like it has this like slow stitch pattern that sort of comes out of the ground and ties itself together and the fire lights and and the pot starts like it just slowly fills with water, and yeah, you know, the the water starts boiling, mm -hmm. starts burbling happily. Yeah, it's a, it's a very pleasant experience overall. And Eli, kind of almost on cue, walks over to a point near the fire, and he goes to sit down on something that's not there yet, and the like a stump sort of comes up from the ground as he pulls his loot off of his back. Yeah, and like a just... like a small little stump stool. There he goes. Awesome. That never gets old. Lucky, Is this what they what they call roughing it. <laughs> Lucky's watching Eliza's eyes. He does this for all the ladies. Wait for it. Wait for it. See if she's impressed. <laughs> Eli, what in the? Well, that's wonderful, Eli. Where did you get that? How? She's like looking around her car. She's, did I have that in the car? Where did you get that? Oh, that's just. It's just the power of community, ain't it? Wow. Nothing more warm than. Or no, nothing brings people together more than a warm hearth and some good music. And he looks at Pez and. You want to join me? This ah, want to yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get that rock out, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the rock out. It's just strapped to my leg. I'm gonna take uh -huh. the rock out, put it on the ground there, and then take my flute out and start tapping out a little tune on the rock, and then start dooting out a little tune on the flute. At the same time, oh my yeah. god, that's great. 
Wow. And, and yeah, Eli's going to attempt to play along. And uh, he'll look on kind of like amused, but also impressed. And uh, and he, he gestures to everybody to join him. Yeah. Uh, so you guys all joined by the, the, the Mopak, the female jumps down or hops down and hobbles over and looks as kind of gives Eli an appraising look and we get like that we know that they're remembering the sermon from earlier in the day and they're like holy crap there's magic involved here too this is wild um but yeah do you guys sit down around the the hearth to enjoy a, a nice whatever you can put together as soon as like music is played like started to be played and everything mm -hmm. nobody invited Lucky to come play along but Lucky's like alright 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 I'll help you out he pulls out his vial <laughs> <laughs> and it's a nice little uh trio uh playing some music together and it's it's pleasant um eliza goes to the cart and she happens to have you know some rice right so she puts rice in the pot she begins to make uh some like a let's call it like a like a rice gumbo because you can kind of put all of those things together in the same pot and make one thing so eliza turns out to be a pretty good cook and is starting to make a nice little uh a gumbo in your in your little pot there and with the things that she has, and um, as as she's doing it, she's, well, hopefully, I know I didn't have too much on me to give to y'all, but maybe a nice hot meal will make up a little bit of the difference. Well, that's, that's not the blood fun. rice, is it? Excuse me? That's not the blood rice, is it? Blood, blood rice? No, dear. Uh, no, I, I pulled this straight, straight out of the bag. It was clean and white. You can, and she, like, gestures over the bag and opens it. Look, it's... it's I just want to check because, you know, the, the gumbo's looking mighty red and I just, you know, I'm... Well, that's all them 11 herbs and spices, dear. <laughs> it smells very good. Oh, good. I, I, I'm, I'm, hopefully you enjoy it. Now, now take yourself a bowl here and she's like, now these bowls here, I could give you to them for a couple of copper. They're fine. Like, you note now that she's like handing you pieces of the like ware that she's trying to sell and she's now trying to sell them to you. Um... And she hands it to you. She's like, now you see there, it's got those nice little engravings on the side. I got those straight out of Ash Barrow. Now, I don't know if you know anything about the ash trees up in Ash Barrow, but they've been burned out from the inside. It makes the wood all nice and hard and dark. You see that around the inside there? Now, they lacquer that. They lacquer that so that when you put any type of fluid in it, and she like spoot ladles in some gumbo into it. Now, it sits right nice in there and doesn't get inside the wood and start ruining it. So it doesn't rot out from the inside. Now, now if you take that, I've got also some of these nice wooden spoons here. You see how they've got that little filigree around the edge. A little inlay there, nice little silver. And you can give that to maybe one of your friends, parents, and or otherwise. And she's like, she continues to do this with everything she hands to you. Literally the moment she mentions there's silver inlay in the spoon, Lucky's going to be like, what? What's happening there? And try to slide of hand the spoon into his little pocket. Yeah, so she's like gesturing with it and you want to make a grab at it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Slide of hand. See what happens. <laughs> That's Unreal. a natural 20. <laughs> so she's like looking around and like she goes, what was that? And she puts it over to the side and you snatch it real quick and she's oh I don't know what you saw and she looks down I, uh, oh, what I happened now to my spoon I think I'm still uh messed up from my fight earlier guys I'm gonna go take a I'm just gonna go ahead and lay down thank you for the offer of the gumbo stew whatever uh, yeah, of course of course yeah, there's there's plenty more where that came from if y'all want to come by and have some more but 
I'm gonna have to go get me another spoon. And she kind of trundles off to the to the cart and goes and gets another. Nice he looks spoon. over at Eli. God. Eli just shakes his head. He's I think he's a little weary and he's like, oh, I'll deal with that later. Yep. Um, yeah, so that being said, uh you guys have your, your meal and you've played a little bit of music. Um is there anything that you, you want to talk about before we, we decide uh like a watch or anything of that nature? I I'd like to ask Eliza a question. Absolutely. Uh, Liza, hey, you seem well-traveled. You, you go around a lot? Oh, why, yes, I've been all over. Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, hey, uh, you see this uh, this here instrument I got here? The, the almost got the two bits and stuff and the yeah. flutey thing? Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I like it. Have you ever seen anything like this but, like, shinier? You know, I see a lot of shiny bits, you know, traveling around selling such, but I never really got into the instrument business. Turns out people on the street don't really readily come to your cart to buy instruments and stuff. I've sold a couple. Uh, I sold a lute or two. Nothing too fine. Uh, but no, I, I don't really run in circles where I, I see uh, anything like that. But if you're looking for a new one, I can absolutely keep an eye out for you. Would you mind... Uh, it, it looks like old, but still, but still nice, you know, it's this very specific one that I'm Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll try to find you. What, now, what, what, what'd you call that again? It's an almost, almost, almost. Like, like almost, but an almost. Yeah. So like an almost an almost? Uh, it's, it's like an almost, like owl. Owl, owl-os. Okay, all right. I'll keep that in mind. Two little flute things, though, right and shiny. Now, I might have to charge you a little bit of a finder's fee if it comes down to it, you know what I'm saying, but I, I can definitely keep a keep an eye out for you. Yeah, I would I would readily appreciate it. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, Yeah, well, I'm going to, uh, unless you got any other questions for me, I think I might go take a little nap uh, up on the cart there. Uh, yeah. All right. It's well, bedtime. Yeah, I'm going to go. So do you guys want to take a, a watch and have any any kind of watch? I th- it seems Lucky has already uh, made themselves uh, indisposed. <laughs> Lucky's so. like tucked under his little winter blanket, like everything really close to his side. Probably tried yeah. to ask somebody to tuck him in, but they uh, ignored. So. <laughs> I just imagine Lucky like laying in the in the in their bedroll, like, Eli, Eli, come tuck me in, <laughs> Eli. <laughs> hey, you want to come? Uh, it's a little tight. You know, it's nice. It's like sleeping at home with your mom protects you and she gets your feet all covered. You... All right, all right. <laughs> I knew you were pal. <laughs> uh, lucky I ever tell you the story of uh, when Gaspard was in the mountains. Just pretending to be asleep completely. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you tomorrow. Tuckered out, little fella. <laughs> Oh my god. Now, <laughs> little guy. Yeah, okay. So the rest of you that are, are awake. Um Yeah, I'll I think Eli would take the first watch. Uh, sure. You know, uh yeah, I'm still feeling pretty alright if y'all want to get some shut eye. Oh of of course you you uh uh wake me up when when uh when it's time, yeah. Absolutely. Good fighting out there. 
Oh, I was a little uh, worried. I, I, it's been uh, a long time since I've uh, done any any of that. Mm. Could have fooled me. Our little lucky friend must have uh, uh, rubbed off on me. Eh? It's, uh, luck was <laughs> definitely on, on my side today. Yeah, well, if he rubbed off on you, check your pockets. You might be missing a couple things. Oh, yeah. This is a good point. He starts, like, looking through his things. <laughs> Start counting talons to see if you keep ha- if you have all of them still. <laughs> oh, I, nice. I, I, uh, I think I'm okay for, for now. But uh, I, will, I will do a nightly check. <laughs> so he looks over at Lucky. Does Lucky still look like they're asleep? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's probably best. Uh, who uh, who should I uh, wake up af- after uh, after uh, my time? To... Yeah, so who would be next? So it looks like Eli would be first, Dagonet second, and then... I think I'm still awake, so I'll take the third one. Okay, sure. So Pez will be third, and then Lucky will uh, bring in the dawn. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah, no elves in this campaign. No one gets to trance and then just be awake forever. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is weird. Yeah, I know. There's always, <laughs> a, there's always an elf. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, you guys bed down, probably somewhat near the hearth. It's a little bit chilly at night out in the out in the open here, uh, but the hearth is burning, you know, happily. Um, so yeah, can I get a a perception check from Eli here? Oh, sure. Well, Eli, it's it's dark out. Do you don't have that dark vision though now 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 do you? Nah, no, I don't. Okay, so just um give me uh, just give me the the disadvantage roll because I want I technically want two, so just it'll be give me two rolls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't have the toggle, so everything's gonna. Come. Oh, I get. Yeah, I totally it. forgot about that until now. Oh, you're good. I think I only. Uh, added it it doesn't it. matter. That's a five. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. So a five and a and a and a six. Um, well, Eli, maybe you're like happily humming to yourself. It's been a yeah. good day. It's you've had some adventure today. I didn't the- get I didn't get to tell Lucky the story, so I feel like I'm recounting it in my head. Sure, sure, yeah. And you're like practicing it too, because you're used yeah. to like telling all of these stories, so you kind of keep yourself up to date on them. Um, and then yeah, and you met a fought. and with a dash of his rape. Mm, was it the rapier or was it the? Yeah, he's just sort of like musing to himself. You met a, a pretty lady today too, and she made you great gumbo. Man, it was nice. It was a good day. Good day. Good day. Lucky for you, nothing actually happens during your watch. You just kind of, you know, get to recount your day and then go wake up Dagonet. All right. Yep. Tag out. <clears throat> yes. Yes. I'm I'm Zurich. Is everything uh, okay around the camp? Mm. Right as rain. Although, thank God there's no rain, huh? All right. Yeah. Good night. All right. Uh, so, Dagonate, you can make yours with just normal because you have dark vision because you're an owl creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perception? Yes, please. 17. 
yeah, I mean, you know, you're used to kind of like being out in the dark and you're taking a watch and you're just kind of maybe musing to yourself about the day. What What is Dagonet thinking about? He's, he's, he's taking account of, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, we've got a good cleric. Okay, that's that's good. Need to watch out for that little bean. Uh, something interesting going on with that little Luma there. We need to keep an eye on on her and hopefully you know our traveling friends are are doing okay but he's he's mostly focused on scanning the out he's he's like Mm -hmm. he's on the ready should anything happen yeah um your perception is really good on a spear Mm -hmm. your perception is really good here um so you see something it seems to be pretty far off it's like dancing lights, but they're not stars. But from where you're at now, and you're kind of like sitting and looking through the woods, you only catch them every once in a while, and either they're very small or very far away. Are they like moving in a particular way, or is it like random? Uh, it seems that when you're when you're looking back towards the uh, the west and a little bit northward, and they seem to be proceeding. Uh, eastward of you. And it does seem a little bit random, but overall, as many of the lights as you've seen, because they seem to like be moving in kind of packs, seem to be moving east. They're still well behind you, well to the west of you, but they seem to be like approaching in that in that way. He's He's gonna get very narrowed eyed, and then how 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 long into the watch has this been? Uh, let's say it's probably like three quarters of the way through. I'll go. I'll wake up the magic one, and he kind of nudges has very gently. Is uh, is uh, can you can you uh? Wake up for the moment. Yeah. Can you... You you know magic. A little bit. It's not quite your watch yet, but uh, there's these weird lights in in the distance. Uh, Do you mind if you can can see my, my... my eyes are not what they used to be. Uh, maybe you can uh, see what, the, what they are? I'm just gonna rub my eyes, just like, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it in the direction of the city? Is it? Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll point them out kind of like where they're happening. He's like, they, they seem to be moving uh, uh, the, to, the, to the east. Uh, uh, perhaps they are, they are also traveling, but I, I don't know what the, they are. Probably ghosts. The, 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 you, you think so? That is my first guess. And if I'm right, we're betting on it. Well, you, you are the expert uh, in these, uh, <laughs> these lights. Uh, um, I'm very much an expert in all things. 
so what should we we do? Uh, do I notice like anything weird about? So the it's light? dark. It... Uh, so roll me perception. I just want to see how much you do notice. Seventeen, yeah. So it's dark for you, so it's kind of hard, but they are lights. You're noting that they're like, f it seems that they're up higher, so it doesn't look like it's people traveling, and they're very small. Um, but yeah, there's like these little lights that happen every once in a while, traveling from the west to the east, kind of like behind you, uh, from where you guys had come from. Some of them seem to be getting a little bit closer, but they're still quite a ways off. So it seems to be a ways, and they don't like seem intimidating necessarily, or they're just lights. At this point in time, right now, you're unable to tell what they really are, right? All you see is these lights. Now, if you would, I mean, if you wanted to go investigate it, yeah, you absolutely could try and do that. Um, but from here, they just look like little orange lights, it's kind of up in the the tree line area. Okay, mm, maybe we should just. Keep an eye on it. That is uh, what I had planned on on doing. Uh, my my watch is uh, a little bit longer, but if you want to extend your watch a, a little, uh, you know, more eyes the better. I mean, if you have snacks, uh, we can uh, find something. Yeah. Yeah, I like snakes. All right, I'll, I'll eat. That sounds fine. Okay, so you guys continue the the watch, I guess, uh, together. Dagonet, do you do you still take the end of your watch after yeah. like the hour? Yeah, yeah. and I'll I mean, you guys, yeah. you guys can just you just continue to watch it happen. They seem to be staying pretty well away from you, kind of staying on the north side of the road, still traveling west to to east. Uh, and over the the time of the next um, you know couple hours, you're. They don't seem to be getting any any closer at this point in time, but um, it seemed a little bit uh, sporadic for the moment. Well, uh, I guess they're not a, a threat right now, so I guess I will uh, take my the rest of my my nap, and uh, I guess uh, you can try and make uh, lucky uh, in a, in a few hours. Yeah, get some rest. I'll see you in the morning. So yeah, um, Pez, yours kind of goes by, the rest of your watch goes by really uneventfully. Um, again, you can just kind of see these lights happening and whenever you go wake up, lucky. Uh, they don't appear to get, be getting any closer or anything? They don't seem to be approaching you in any way at this point in time. Are you just kind of see them traveling and they like, and it doesn't seem to be ending. There seems to just be more, like they just keep coming. They're not like in droves or anything like that. It's just, but like every once in a while you see like, oh, yep, there's a couple lights over there. There's a couple lights over here. And they just keep going from west to east. Okay. Nothing else has changed though. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so it's after my watch. Don't wake up. Yeah. I'm going to go wake up Lucky. They're very tucked in. No, I, I imagine by this time, which is like a couple of hours, the previously tightly tucked in little Jerbeen is like barely covered by his blanket like legs sticking out like half off the bedroll just like the leg that's sticking out I'm just gonna like kick it a little bit like hey kick back it's time for your it's time for your watch get you you got you gotta get up it, 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 it,
I mean, you want to talk about a few hours, we can talk about a few hours. I might prefer not to talk if you want to sleep, please. <laughs> Just get, get out of bed. There's orange lights in the sky. They're weird. What? Orange lights? <laughs> orange lights there? You gotta pay attention. All right. So there, are you awake? There's orange lights. There's lights in the sky. Am I, am I awake? Is this, is this a dream? Nothing is real, Lucky. There's <laughs> lights in the sky. You got the. He like wraps himself in his little blanket and like, all right, show me these lights. All right, all right. They're... Lucky does not have dark vision, so I hope these lights are very clear. <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, Lucky, please roll me a perception check. <laughs> I love it. Mm, a nine. Uh, you're pretty sure those are called stars. Uh, yeah, like, all right. So clearly you can see, right? You can tell that orange lights and they're moving. Have you been outside very, very much? I don't, I mean, I'm what, not... I, those, I, you're very sweet, but those are stars. Those are stars. Clearly okay. those are stars. It's almost like, uh, name of some random constellation. Uh, the little curve, you know, they're Sorry. orange. They're obviously moving. You need to wake up, Lucky. I think you should stay awake with me and keep an eye on your lights. Just, you know, <gasps> contemplate about them. I stayed awake with Dagonet over there. I'm not staying Lucky. awake more. Right. I have spells. I gotta get the. I gotta. I gotta get some sleep, Bunny. Okay, I, I, I take your take your rest. I'll try to keep an eye on the lights. Keep an eye on the lights. That's all I'm saying, but also keep an eye on other stuff because I don't know, maybe the lights are a distraction. Just Very keep an eye on everything. Look at everything. Go to, I got it. Go to bed. Just all right. <laughs> Good night, Lucky. Nice. Nobody else talk about lights this much. <sighs> lucky. <laughs> the stars are nice, though. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, it's a pretty quiet night, you think? It's, uh, it's alright. I mean, I'd rather be back in town making some money though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully this place Winnowing Reach has a has some money for you there that you yeah. might be able to make. Surely. As your watch comes to an end and the sun begins to rise over the eastern horizon and filter through the trees again in the morning. Roll me another perception check, please, Lucky. I'm awake. I'm awake now. I think I... You're awake now. Yeah, that's a 20. What in the... You can see towards the west lights, not stars. The stars have kind of been lost now in the sky, but there's a lot of lights. It's... It looks like bats? It looks like a lot of bats. It looks like a lot, a lot of bats. And they seem to be on fire. There's a lot of bats, and they're on fire, and they are approaching very, very swiftly Lucky immediately to your location. Like elbowing everybody. Wake up, this bitch! 
Your lights are real. Sorry, sorry, I told you it starts. The bats, they're coming this way. Look right over there. Points. Yeah, um, you see hundreds of tiny flying creatures, each one looking kind of like a bat, with candle-sized flames sprouting from above their upturned nostrils. And they, uh, as like you get a nice breeze going from west to east, you can feel the heat of these swarms of bats making their way towards your position. Um, yeah, yeah, they are, uh, they're on the way. <laughs> Lucky squints, I mean, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of cute, but the, I mean, did, did you, did you wake up, wake up the, uh, wake up the, uh, limpy one? Wake him up, wake him up. Ah, uh, jeez, I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> kick it, bed rolls, like, 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 <clears throat> yeah. Fire, fire, oh, bats. Let, the lights, the lights, they're fire, they're fire. It's bats, it, they coming. It's just like, yeah. Kind of like, that is not normal. <laughs> Can your sword re reach? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna. How can I spear a swarm? Throw it. I, I don't who can just think you understand. How There's still a couple. The swarms themselves are about a, are a couple hundred feet away still. You can just tell that you can see them now so clearly because there are so many in a in a in a tight area. And you note now that as they pass, the things that they touch just start burning. So like you get a couple that like well like you know land on a tree or something like that and where they're recent it's just everything it just starts burning trees. Um at the rate that these swarms are coming at you, you probably have about 30 seconds to get things together and either get moving or be ready. Hey, yeah, wake up and she's like or sorry, he like nudges Elijah. Hey, yeah, wake up, uh, wake up your girlfriend. We got we got an issue. Let's go, let's go, let's go. What in the hell's yeah. Yep. Run, Eliza. You got any water in the wagon? We're gonna need a lot of it. What? No, I, I, I didn't bring any water. With, I just got what's in my my water pack right here. And what's the? Oh, and she gets a nice little cat stretch. Oh, what's the trouble with? Oh. Oh, that's not good. That's those are swarms of ember bats. We um, we need to go. We need to go. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, is there anything? Are you gonna be able to? Uh, uh, are you gonna be able to pull this wagon? We gotta. I mean, we gotta go. We gotta haul. We gotta run. Eli, Eli, you gonna uh, be able? To <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, who we? Um. Uh, is if you pull, uh, I will push. Uh, that may work. Um. I don't suppose thaumaturgy could affect hundreds of fires, could it? Uh, when you mean fires, do you mean the bats themselves or yeah, physical Yeah, like flames fire? on the bats. Uh, what are you trying to do? I'll dim them, maybe. That works for uh, non-living flames, I cool, believe. Cool, 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 yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm pulling a cart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're pulling a cart. Uh, roll me an athletic check with advantage because Dagonet is helping you. Oh, golly. Here I go. Um, yeah, they aren't Charmander. If you dim their flames out, they don't just die. Great. Just That's a dirty, filthy, <laughs> disgusting 20 DM. 
That is a dirty, disgusting 20. Yeah, you guys are, you like, you've like tossed all of your stuff onto the cart itself. Like, you haven't really like rolled up your bedrolls or bags or anything. You just up on the cart and you are just booking it down the road with your cart. I love this. Okay, um, so what I'm gonna do here is because now these ember bats are there. They're like, they're arriving. They move much quicker than you guys do, but with some good rolls, you might be able to make it work. So can I get uh, an athletics check from uh, Lucky and Pez as well? Uh, or um, I guess you could you can do acrobatics if you're proficient in it. Um, because this is, this is kind of like a sprinting thing, which is generally strength-based. Um... Okay, so Lucky with a 14 and uh, Pez with a with a 7. Uh, Pez starts yeah. lagging behind um, pretty, pretty quickly. Um, got little legs. Yeah, I got little, little pigeon legs. Start <laughs> 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 made for running. Yeah, the and you can feel the fire of these ember bat swarms beginning to get closer and closer as you guys are like trundling your way kind of haphazardly and swiftly down this, like, winding wooded path, uh, the the heat of the fires behind you begin to build and build. Um, okay, can I get another Eli athletics check with advantage for the cart? Oh, sister. Dagonet, you're still helping, yeah? That's a 17. Okay, yeah, that's a 17. So you're, you, you are maintaining your pace. You're absolutely crushing it right now. Um... This is where we're gonna have to see what happens to Pez and and, and Lucky though. Uh, may I yes. may I uh, invoke something? What would you like to do? Um. So I have uh, bandit roots. Yes. And I that makes me familiar with some some sneaky off the beaten path trails. Would would you? Would you say that whatever off the beaten path trail that I know could sustain the travel of a cart? I also have find another path as well. That's I nice. also have uh, bandit roots. I imagine nice. we're both bandit defectors. So you guys know how to do, uh, you know how to find the bandit routes. A cart of this size, not swiftly. Okay. The road is definitely your best bet. It's like a flat ground. Okay. You ditch the cart? Mm, Maybe. I'm not ready to do that yet. All right. Cool. Okay. Just figured I'd ask. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if, like and if you get to the point on the road, mm -hmm. when you get when you get to the point that you want to ditch it, absolutely, we can we can talk about bandit paths. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lucky and and Pez, can I get another one for you guys, please? <laughs> nice. Okay. So Pez has fallen behind a little bit, and Lucky has able to. Lucky's moving even faster now. So Lucky is like outstripped Eli. I think we probably get the look of like <laughs> looking back over their shoulder like there's these like now because the bats have kind of caught up a little bit and some of the early ones are like kind of swooping down and seeing what's going on in the area here. Pez, you're able to keep up. That's what you're doing right now. So you can still feel the heat behind you, but you're able to keep up. Um, yeah, not dead yet. Eli, can I get you to can I get Dagonet and Eli to roll me a d20, please? Oh, sister. Just a straight D20. Just a straight D20. Slash R or R slash? Slash uh, R. Slash R. I don't know why my brain just does not want to remember that. A 14. <laughs> okay. Um, Eli, path ahead looks pretty good for you. Okay. But Dagonet, 
your clawed foot catches a rock and you stumble. No. As soon as Dagonai stops, Lucky goes, we can't stop here, it's a bad country, we gotta go. Dagonai, can you roll me a dexterity saving throw? Oh, good, the negative three dex. Yep, come on, Dagonai. 15! Wow. Oh, it's huge! Oh my god! Uh, you so know you what? Ye have little faith over here. Yeah, I think you guys are moving so swiftly. You trip on this rock, but you hold on so tightly to the thing. You get dragged a little bit until you get your feet back under you, and you just continue moving forward at I the same like speed. I just like a little hop kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Okay, Um, Lucky, can I get you to roll me a d20, please? You're like outstripping the party at this point. You're so fast. A 10. Uh, okay. Oh, well, uh, it looks like one of these bats is going to attempt to attack you. Okay. Uh, it is, it's, it's kind of sniffed out the area and it's going to swoop down and, uh, and try to get at you. So it's going to, yeah, it's going to bite. Let's see what happens. The 13. I have a 14 AC, so. 14. So you're like, no, 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 no. Do you, do you take out your sword and like slap it? Uh, I imagine with us not being prepared, just picking up all of our stuff and running. Mm -hmm. Lucky swats at it with a big piece of beef jerky. Just, <laughs> <laughs> sure. You're like trying to eat breakfast while you're running down this road. And just pat, just slap this thing. You know what? Your beef jerky now has like a nice cooked char on one end where you slapped a flaming bat with it. It's been very nicely seared. It's like yeah. jerky flambe. Yeah. <laughs> it slapped to the side easily and you're good to go. Uh, can I get a, a D20 Pez, please? Uh, 13. Yeah, no no complications, which is great for you because you're still in the back here somewhere, so you're just <laughs> trying to let along. I'm gonna make it, guys. Uh, okay. You guys are, are now, it looks like the bats themselves are looking to roost for the day. And they're starting to, like, kind of settle backwards. I think if we get through one more round, you're gonna have outstripped them. So, Eli, can I get another athletics check with advantage if Dagnay is still yeah. helping? And can I get a D20 from you? I'd like to say 21. You guys are flying. You are so fast right now. You're getting the heck out of here. And yeah, no complications 12. at all. The cart is gone. The cart is well out of danger at this point. I love it. This is very good. Um, Dagonet, Eli is dragging this thing so swiftly. You really don't even need to push anymore. It's, you're just like, Okay, we're just good to I'm go. Like, huh, huh, huh. Yeah, all right. Keep up, keep up. Um, Lucky, can I get a D20 from you, please? And then your check as well. A 19. Nice. No complications. Snack it on that jerky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got it like hanging out of your mouth a little bit. Looking very anime character right now. <laughs> gotta go fast. She puts, or he puts his arms back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see how fast you do go. Roll me that check. All right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I closed it. Why did I close it? Why did I close it? A nine? A nine! I think you maybe like slip a little bit and you do fall backwards, but like you just fall back behind the cart. You were so far ahead anyways, it's not really gonna hurt you too much. Just like dodge Pez. Pez. Yeah. Pez, you kind of, you watch Lucky slip a little bit and you watch as the cart's like starting to trundle really quickly down the road. Uh, I need a D20 from you and your check, please. Okay. Okay, a seven. And an 18. Okay, yep, you're definitely able to keep up. And maybe even you, like, haul Lucky back to their feet as you're running along. Um, but the seven. Uh, 
Okay, yeah. So, uh, one of the other, like, bats that has kind of, like, found their way past all of the other swarms is gonna try to come down and make a, make a nice little bite on you. So it goes, hey, a chomp! An 18! I, I think that does hit you, Pez. Yeah? Yep. It bites and it goes, chunk. Okay. And it deals three, just take the, it's the three piercing damage. So it just right. does three piercing damage to you and it bites in real hard and you're kind of trying, you just shake it off and you continue down the road. Um, and I think this is where we get the shot of like all of the bats roosting in the forest and the trees just start burning behind you on this, near, the, uh, near this road. And we get the shot of like you guys like dust pouring back behind the cart and stuff as you're running down the road, uh, away away as fast as possible, and you have uh, you have summarily escaped the clutches of all the ember bats. <laughs> Lucky you. Um, yeah. So how long do you keep up that pace? You guys are getting after it. <laughs> Like, who's the first one to notice that the bats are roosted, essentially? Or not me. I'm running with the cart. <laughs> yeah, you're running with the cart. I think it's probably the Mopak on the cart that's just mm -hmm. like turned around backwards that couldn't run, right? Uh, and they and they point. They've stopped coming. They've stopped. Uh, Eli, you could. Uh, I don't have a country accent. You do. Eli, <laughs> you can stop the cart now. You can stop. You can stop the. Oh. All right. All right. Is that what they Ooh. want us to think? Oh, gods. That is morning cardio. Ooh. Oh. So I suppose so I, that's our... I uh... guess we now know what's been happening to the wood, maybe. Yeah. Um, are ember bats, like, native around here? Um, ember bats like are not the first native to the Scorched Grove. Yeah, which is yeah. Aptly named for having lots of nice little fire creatures inside of it. Right. Uh, and also being perpetually on fire. Um, ember bats are native to that. Uh, if you guys are still on your, your world map, you can kind of see they've gotten a little bit far away yeah. from the grove itself. Uh, so this is a little troubling, especially getting closer and closer to the like the main parts of the forest. Hmm, that's uh troublesome. If they reach the the forest, uh, it will it will go up entirely. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely got to be uh, dealt with. All of Alderhart could. Could burn. I just put them into jars and cart them on back home. Just get out of here. Go home. They, I like the sentiment, but that might prove a little bit challenging. If something is jars, you got. Yeah. Oh, not me. Somebody else. It'd be very expensive, and and might be the not very effective if something is driving them out of of the the scorch grove hmm. they, they shouldn't be here yeah well <sighs> uh question dm um yes would with my favorite beast being beast mm -hmm. apply and would i know that these are definitely either running from something or like this is clearly not their area it's hard to tell um 
why they're moving this far away from the Scorched Grove. It is easy for you to tell if you've spent any time near Ash Barrow or the Scorched Grove itself that these are native to there, and they should not be here. Now, for the reasons why, uh, you'd have to probably trace back their lines of destruction to figure out what's going on or investigate the Scorched Grove yeah, itself. I was more like a, like a, is it like a panicked flight that's happening? Or was it more of like a, you know, like a direct well, flight or? The way that they were, they were flying, I'm not, let's, let's do this. Um, Sorry, you I know you tell me no simply. Roll, up. roll. Well, this is, this is a related, related to your, your beasts, right? You do know them. They're your favorite enemy. And I believe you have advantage on knowledge rolls related to your favorite enemy. Yeah. Advantage right? on uh, survival wisdom checks on their favorite stuff. Yeah. So. Um, survival wisdom. So tracking. Yeah. I'll, uh... Oh, that's tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Is it, does it say anything about nature? Uh, no, it just says, yeah, I'll just put it in the, there you go. Wisdom survival checks to track favorite enemies, as well as intelligence checks to recall information about them. Which actually, I believe nature is your intelligence check uh, thing. I don't think you're proficient in it, so it won't rightly matter. It's basically a, a straight intelligence check. But roll me an advantage uh, intelligence check real quick. Great. Let's see how much you know about specifically ember bats. Lucky is not that great with intelligence, so... But that advantage looks pretty good. Let's go. Wow. 16 and 16. <laughs> awesome. Beautifully done. Consistent. Um, Nice. So, so what are you what are you trying to figure out? Whether or not they were like panicked flying, or yeah, I think you were moving rather quickly to figure it out. Um, you know that these swarms sometimes happen. Ember bats tend to stick a lot together. Uh, bats in general tend to have swarms, especially when they're out hunting or if they're migrating or anything like that. Um, the ember bats themselves, it's hard to tell again without seeing their flight in a non-running away motion, whether or not they were panicked. Um. But it does seem that they're moving in large numbers, especially if uh, your friends talking about the lights last night were meaning early movers of, of these Emberbat swarms. Um, so yeah, I, I, again, I think it would take a little bit more investigation yeah. on, on what it is. Um, but you can definitely rightly say that this is a problem and they definitely shouldn't be here. Yeah, uh, Lucky's going to convey like, hey, I mean, I've seen some packs of them. I've seen them mostly in the uh, Squirt Squirrel, but... Uh... I don't think right now with the uh, the cot and your lady that we'd be able to really track or handle them or figure out, but we could definitely make it to when we reach alert the proper authorities. And then, you know, if they're willing to hustle a little bit of coin, we could go back and track them and see what's going on with it. What it I mean, we definitely should keep moving though. Cause like they're going to wake up and not just sit or sleep all the time. So. If we could capture one, I could talk to it and maybe, maybe have them go back home. You want to capture a squirt? I don't want to do it. Somebody could do it. And I, maybe not right now. Maybe not today. But she looks you know. at her, sorry, look. He looks at Eli and like, "Your character wants to capture a squirt." I appreciate the attempt to save an innocent creature's life, but again, I don't know how easy that's going to be, and I don't rightly want to disturb the swarm, make this problem worse than it already is. I mean, I guess. I'm just throwing it out there. It's not, I mean, not necessarily to save their lives, though. I just don't want to be set on fire. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, 
perhaps we bring it up to the guard and winnowing reach. I mean, I mean yeah, I think it's a danger. Are... To... You can stop a fire with swords, right? You can just stab it and it'll just poof. Lucky looks over at Dagonet. Hey, I mean, clearly you, you need you need your walk-in pool, and we should alert the gods. I mean, we gotta alert the gods either way. The swarm is happening, and then if the gods think it's a good idea, maybe we can capture one of your sportsmen. What do you think about that? The, that sounds like a a good plan, and uh, we'll be able to get some supplies if Pez wants to uh, try to. Uh, capture one uh, we don't I don't think we have anything like that now maybe if there's any loners that just kind of wander around you know they can't all be friends some of them have got to be jerks right I don't really know if Imbabat's got uh, feelings but you can ask him clearly if we get one about, about that <laughs> like I mean Eliza's the only one I feel like around here that's got potentially a uh, canister net bag of some sort Hold one of these things. I don't know. Would you, Eli, help you? Do you have anything in your, your merchantry cot that might maybe? No. Uh, so see, we're not a, we're not enough. We don't have the items for your, your pet bat. Uh, I don't. I don't think I want any one of those bats touching any of my items. It'll just. Yeah, yes. Uh, if I noticed at the dinner, uh, a lot of uh, Liza's wares are wooden. Are you telling me that lacquer isn't rated for fire? <laughs> well, now, this is not my defined lacquer and inlay. You do see this right here. This is a piece of art, and now I wouldn't put that any closer to any fire if you wanted to keep it for yourself. But no, I have not tested the lacquer for fire. Good to know. I will. I will. Well. Yep, that's good enough. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I would probably just like keep moving, I guess. Just it yeah. is the best that we uh, we go quickly. Uh, we yeah. this is we need to let them know. I think that's a wonderful idea, and I think as you guys continue onwards, at the uh, kind of towards the mid afternoon time after moving very swiftly. For a little bit of time there in the early early mornings you see winnowing reach cresting through the trees and we will go explore winnowing reach next time no! on diefall alderheart yay that was episode one congratulations everybody yay that was awesome holy crap thank you so much chat thank you so much for being here tonight i super duper appreciate it hopefully you enjoyed uh, our little rendition of uh, of some Humblewood action. Uh, I loved meeting the, the new players. They're absolutely fantastic. And uh, I can't wait to know more about everyone. Um, so at the end of the shows, I like to do uh, like to go around the room and do a little shout out so you guys can see where all of these people are from and where you can find them. And we're going to start with Malaveth at the top left. Where can the people find you? Ah, uh, you can find me on Twitch or Twitter. Um, Malaveth on Twitch is probably the easiest. I do a lot of drawing and some video games. Mostly I do illustrations, though. Lots of character illustrations. All the characters are pink now for some reason. I don't know why. It's fun, though. So, yeah, it was great. I like playing D&D. Thanks for having me. Yeah. 
It was absolute blast. Okay, uh, I think Rob's on the other side there. So Rob, where can the people find you? Oh my God, hello. Hi, hello. I am Rob, or bonus stage Rob. You could find me a couple different places on the internet. Um, Twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob when I get back to it, which will be soon-ish. Um, uh, I also play D&D and other tabletop stuff. You can occasionally find me here uh, for various Diefall shows, or you can find me at twitch.tv slash game nights. That is game with two G's like GG and nights with a K. Uh, like the guy with the sword. Uh, I am playing a Monster of the Week campaign every other Sunday. Uh, this Sunday is Sunday Prime, so come hang out at 4 p.m. Eastern time to see me be Travis, the steely boy. I just like taking things. Uh, and I also play a Dungeon World campaign over there on Tuesday nights, every Tuesday at 8 p.m., um, where I am. <laughs> I'm also a cleric. That's weird. <laughs> I just realized that I played two clerics. Look at me go. Nice, nice, nice. So, thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Rob. Uh, I believe next is simply Jackson. Hey. Leslie, where can the people find you? <laughs> I just wait. How come Malibu gets cute? He gets Taco Bell enthusiast, and it's like simply Jackson. Because uh, I, I asked for bios and never got oh, them yeah. from from you or yeah. or Mally, and I used your Twitter bio instead. <laughs> Use your Twitter bio. <laughs> Anyways, my name is Simply Jackson or Simply JXN. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Simply JXN. No underscore. Most going live stuff is there. Anyways, or art posts. I do to the art stuff. I'm doing the D&D stuff now. I hadn't played since I was like 19. Getting back into it now. Um, having a great time. Um, trying to figure out what accent I'm going to do every time I play something and failing miserably at it which is wonderful. Uh, I just got back to streaming too. So if you guys wanna get me a follow here, uh, we'll probably be live again sometime this weekend or Monday, just playing games, goofing off, whatnot. But yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly pleased with this campaign and players and characters and whatnot, it's a great time. It's wonderful having you here. And last but not least, the Lady May. Where can people find you? Hello, I'm May and that's M-E-A. You can find me on the internet at uh, Lady May, uh, Twitch and Instagram and, and Twitter. All those fun things. I mostly post a lot of pictures of my cats and my dice collection. And uh, you can find me here, probably most consistently, uh, playing in the D&Ds. And then sometimes on my own channel where I paint things. Uh, tend to paint lots of things like Dragon Age and Dark Souls and Star Wars and all that fun jam. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um... Hi, I'm Runaway Robot. It's my channel. You probably figured it out by now because this is where all the stuff happened. So, yeah, if you want more updates on on Diefall related stuff, uh, follow the Twitter at Diefall underscore RPG. Um, and if you missed any of the earlier stuff, it will be up on the YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash Runaway Robot. Uh, and we will also have it up in the podcast format on Spotify, SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, that's Diefall Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, any any little bit of, of following those things or liking those things helps us out here. And so we do appreciate it. So thank you again, chat, for being here this evening. I super duper appreciate you. You're awesome. And my lovely cast. Oh, new and old faces. It was so much fun. And your characters are awesome. And I really appreciate you guys like getting in there with the the um the accents. I know it's like we had talked about this previously. I know it's it's hard to like put yourself out there for it. And I really do appreciate you guys 
like doing the thing. It's very like, cool of you. Me from Mississippi, I'm extremely happy. There's so many Southern characters. It's great, right? Like, oh, <laughs> that's how I totally saw Meadow Fed. And so we just, yeah, let's lean really hard it. into that and let's do that. It's really cool. Um, so yes, thank you guys uh, again. And uh, we'll be here next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more Diefall Alderheart. Later.